Hey, yo. What's going on, everybody? It's Wrestling with Knuckleheads. It's Thursday night, and you know what that means. It's your boy, Toe Tags. We got, a, we got a crew tonight. We got a crew tonight. My man, Lay, steps up in the building. What's going on, Lay? How's everything with you, man? Chilling right now. Chilling, brother. I hear that, man. I hear that, man. Yo, it's finally Thursday. It's finally Wrestling with Knuckleheads, and boy, did we have some bad news on Monday, man. Yep. Usually, usually we we start this off with some yo. We got some crazy news, you know, throughout the week, and we talk about it, and we talk about some other stuff. But this this Monday, it was it was like hard hitting. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely, yeah. Couldn't you agree know? more. Yeah. We got a uh, we got show coming. I think show's coming. Gigi Gigi can't make it. She's not feeling too well. She's gonna be in the chat though, as as she said. You know. So everybody watch out for Gigi in the chat. I'm sure she's going to be putting her input there. We got uh, Kenny from the call-up, special guest. You know, our, our brother in arms, Kenny. We also got Dave from the Pro Wrestling Podcast coming through tonight. So, you know, we're going to remember Scott Hall. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, it's, uh, it was, um, you know, what's first and foremost, you know, it's, uh, it's great when he, you know, I'm not gonna say redeemed himself or like that. That's stupid. When he got himself clean and everything, and we're able to see him again, you know, we're able to see him being himself, which was great to do. But yeah, man, apparently he broke his hip. Then he went for the surgery. Then he had like three heart attacks, and you know, and the body can only take so much, especially a body that's been through so much. So yeah, yeah, man. yeah it was. Uh, it's crazy to see one. You know, everybody for everybody always forgets. How big Scott Hall was, because he was always like next to Nash. Scott Hall was about a good six eight six nine, yeah. almost three hundred, close to three hundred pounds. You know what I mean? It was a big dude, so it's a big frame and it's carrying a lot of weight and miles on it. So, you know what I mean? And as a big dude as he was, he wrestled like if he was like, you know, Bret Hart or Mister Perfect or any one of those guys yeah. he had phenomenal matches with. You know? Absolutely, he was. Yeah, he was a extraordinarily smooth for a guy that big and that. Muscular, you can say, you know what I mean. He made it all oh, yeah. look easy. It all, it all looked like it was so effortless, so effortless. And you're just like, there's no way that dude is six nine, almost three hundred. That can't be. That's not possible. It shouldn't yeah. be possible. You know what I mean? It shouldn't yeah, be yo. possible. But besides, it was legitimately the character that that was it. You know, it was it was the character. It was a toothpick. It was Razor Ramon. I was like, how did you come up with that? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and then the accent, which he had me completely fooled. I go, that's the biggest Cuban I've ever seen, by the way. <laughs> Yo, seriously. He's seriously. the biggest Cuban I've ever seen. You know. Then you grow up and it's like, he just took Scarface. Yeah, he just like, he saw Scarface <laughs> a thousand times. Yeah. You know what I mean? And luckily, you know, you don't get to see that movie when you're younger. And when you do see it, you go, oh, I see the correlation. I, I get it now. But oh. you just realize... And the funny thing is, even when he wasn't Razor Ramon, he was still cool as shit, man. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. He was just possibly the coolest wrestler ever. You know, you got guys that are badass, and they're badass and cool, and they're funny. And they're, this dude's just literally, all puns intended, oozing cool. You know what I mean? He, like like he would cool. say, oozing machismo. machismo. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> what's going on, Amy? Yeah, what's up, Amy? So it was, yeah. it's, it's a unique thing to see. 
And the thing I loved his promos was he goes, I'm going to cut you up. And if you know anything about like Florida back then down there, that, you know, sitting throats was a big thing. <laughs> it was like a message. It was oh, really yeah. a Colombian thing, but the Cubans got into that too. So it was like a good correlation. He understood what he was doing. Yep. yep. Another, people remember, don't realize that he had a great wrestling mind. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. And yo, and my man, two time Hall of Famer with the NWO and, and as you know, himself and Scott Hall. We remember him as Razor Ramona Scott Hall, but he also was the diamond stud in WCW before that, Scott Hall. That was that DDP connection right there. He was yep. looking like Tom Selleck and Magnum, just really massive. Yeah. You know, he had the beard. He was, you know what I'm saying? Because he had been around with the NWA in the territory days, you know. Like he went through like four or five different generations of wrestling, honestly. Yeah. You know what I mean? I have it up here. It's um he was uh, the National Wrestling Alliance. He was started mm -hmm. out as American Starship. Mm -hmm. That was his name mm -hmm. under the ring name Starship Coyote. Ain't that mm. some shit? Starship Coyote, <laughs> 1984, 1984 what 1985. What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, this is two names, from two places. He said, "I like that song and I like that animal." So like, That's it's like right. coming up with a porn name. Oh yeah. <laughs> And then he was uh, Magnum Scott Hall there it is. In, the That's a, in the AWA mm -hmm. and later Big Scott Hall, which Big uh, Scott Hall makes sense because he was a big dude. Absolutely. You know, that makes perfect sense, you know. yeah. And it's funny because I remember I was seeing that they made they, they named Pete Dunn Butch, right? I want to get to that later because that's a whole other mess. Oh, but yeah. when it doesn't correlate to you at all, it's one thing, you know what I mean? But when you make a complete character from the ground up, it's another complete thing. You know what I mean? Oh, it's yeah. like I, not like you become a wrestler and I just slap, oh, you're Tiny Tim. And you're like, what? what? Why would you? No, no, I have my name already. Like, I have my thing. He goes, that's not going to get over. I'm over everywhere, bro. Like, everywhere I go, people know me. Why would I start over? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's the weirdest thing when you literally make a uh, refugee Cuban drug dealing immigrant. One of the coolest things ever. You know what and, I'm saying? Yeah, we argue. I would argue that Scott Hall made that shit cooler than fucking Pacino. I would. I would honestly. Well, yeah, because to the masses, you know, to the the young kids, he was going out there for. You know what I mean? It makes sense. And apparently, the those fans, and I was one of them, were called Razorheads. I don't like the name, but whatever, you know, whatever works. You know what I'm saying? Like I was never face. able to uh, to get any of the of the props. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, the yeah. phone thing, the chain I could easily got from all of my uncles, but I would have got my ass whooped. You know, they all had gold chains, so you know what I'm saying? <laughs> the yeah. best I had for like school. I remember once, and I don't know why I remember this, but he would walk to the ring and he had that body glove elbow pad that everybody had. Yep. So one time I needed an elbow for for training. And every time I walk into the gym, I would literally do the razor and just like tuck it towards me. And I don't yeah. know why that mannerism stuck in my head, but I would walk in and go. And he goes, What have I seen that before? I goes, Razor Ramon, man. It's just like a, a habit that got stuck in my head, bro. Word. What's going on, Dave? What's up, What's up man? Dave looking like Razor right now with his little 12 o'clock shadow. Yeah, oh, he needs the little hair curl. I don't let it grow out that much yet. <laughs> there you <laughs> go. We got, got the little, we're trying to get the curls up. Word. 
What's going on, guys? What's going on? Chilling, chilling, man. Oh shit. Uh so how you guys uh how'd you guys feel, man? When you hit when you heard the news. I was honestly, I was choked up, man. I was like, you know, because it, it uh, you know you hear stuff, but then when you get when you read that Nash post, that's when it really hits you. Cause they were like, you know what I mean? I remember somebody goes, I haven't mm-hmm. seen them together in a while. I was like, you don't have to. They they're always together. <laughs> Trust me. When they do conventions, it's both of them, you know what I mean? But yeah, I got choked up, man, because uh told told me spoke about it before. It's like you literally grew up with the guy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you're like you've seen him pretty much. We we didn't catch that Tom Selleck era or the coyote thing, but we caught when he was in the stratosphere, you know what I mean? Yeah. We we I feel like we caught him when he came into his prime. Absolutely, his, absolutely, his yeah. Razor Ramon like you said, was the epitome of cool and wrestling. You know, he was unlike any other wrestler, and he could re- he could wrestle with the best of them. Like my man had great matches, one, two, three, kid. There's not a lot of people that could do that at that time. Absolutely, <laughs> you, know what, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely, and yeah, yeah, man. It, it was we like we grew up with the man, and mm-hmm. you know, we we argued that he made fucking Scarface a lot cooler than Pacino did. <laughs> I don't know, like I I know a little bit. You know, of lines from Scarface, but everyone knows the hey yo, yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> even and, kids and nowadays don't sing it, bring it the the taunts, you know what I mean? Yeah, throwing toothpicks in people's oh, faces. Oh, yeah, when he when he would give the, the, the ref the gold, the person the gold, he goes, Anything happens to this, I'm coming to you. You understand me? Mm-hmm. Look after my gold. <laughs> Same well, again, I mean, we can we can only the latter match itself is just Something completely, it's a different animal of his and Michael's, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that you was It was Bret's heart, Bret Hart's idea, but wow. You know what I mean? They, they pulled it off, though. Oh, yeah. That was one of my favorite matches of WrestleMania. That's that ladder match. Matches, I think I do top 10 matches of mine, and that's definitely in that mixed heart. Oh, yeah. Like, if I was talking about just matches, because I have, like, a couple of top, I have just straight matches then i have you know like uh like gimmick matches and then i have just like i can watch it anytime oh yeah if you tell me you'll crack on that ladder match right now i will and i and i swear to you if somebody interrupts me i will get tired i feel like hey <laughs> history here bro that's right shit. Yeah. you know it's one of the few ladder matches that made sense you know, they they all see they both seem like they didn't know like this is the first time there was ever a ladder match, first time they were in a ladder match, and they used it as best they could, and it was still like like you could see Sean on the top of the the ladder like, yo this this might not work it's it's wiggling well let me fuck it bow <laughs> you know what I'm saying he got caught up because you know it's like the best way to not have somebody come at you is you tie him up on the ropes and you could you could get the titles. Didn't have to knock him out, do a swanton, through another ladder, through a table, through a fucking, through the steps and all that other shit. It was was a masterpiece. There was one spot where where Razor has a ladder and he's like, he picks it up and he doesn't know it. Then he just like launches it at Sean. And then you could, that's the same thing you're saying. Like, uh, all right, (laughs) like I got to do something (laughs) with it. It's in my hand. It's, It's that of the, you can tell the preparation went in. And even and that match did go over and it, it cut into another match time. But when when a match does that and it, and it turns out like that, you can never be mad. 
I'm yeah. not saying you want to get your shine, but what they did leads to the Hardys and the Edge and Christian all of a sudden. And I'm not holding that against them because Edge became popular, but it led to that match. You know what I mean? Right. And, and then it set the standard. The, yeah, it leads to the to the Money in the Bank. You know what I mean? Elite, and by the way, a hidden classic is Benoit and um, and Jericho when they had their ladder match. When it was one ladder, just like they yep. had. They only had one ladder. You know what I mean? Before yep. they introduced 75 ladders and shit that's three stories high that Jeff Hardy can yeah. run himself from. You know? Yeah, it's like it, the, when they have a ladder match now, they rent all the ladders from every Home Depot that's in like a 12-mile radius. <laughs> fucking just puts it put them around yeah. the ring. Like I, I I look and I go, how does that fit under the ring, son? It's longer than the ring itself. Yeah, you got a 40-foot ladder and a 20-foot ring. Like this don't make sense. Yeah. The laws of yeah. physics cease to exist underneath your ring and shit. Yeah, you know? yeah. You know, and it just you know, and then of course he was in what had to be the greatest angle of all time. The coming over like you're jump like you're invading. That was like Yo, I remember when Man. I saw him. I was watching that that night show, and I was like, "Is that is that is that Razor Ramon?" And still kind of in character. And I was like, "What the, yep. the hell is he doing?" Yeah, I'm at again. I re- yo, I remember seeing him go in the crowd. I'm like, "Yo, that's Razor Ramon." And then he comes out and beats him. I'm like, "Hold on, wait, hold on, wait, 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 wait." And he starts talking. He's like, "You may know who I am." But you don't know why I'm here. I was like, they're invading. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, Yo, they're he, goes, invading. he goes, you know who I am. Real, like, you know who I am, which, of course, you do. Even if you don't like, even if you don't like WWF at that time, you're like, I know who that guy is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you I'm go, the- <laughs> don't know why I'm here. And it's funny that there was a match going on and they cleared the ring. Yeah. They didn't even do nothing. They all left. And he's like, that's weird. <laughs> Yeah, man. <clears throat> yeah, man. That, it, it was it. Him bringing in Kevin Nash, it yo. I was like, yo, they're invading, son. They're invading. Cause that whole, you know, the the um, the click moment at Madison Square Garden, all that other stuff. I didn't know about that until after, because you know, that's, that's a great thing. Cause the internet couldn't ruin that. That's why kayfabe was so great back then. Yep. The, the internet, like if it happens now, the internet's gonna ruin it. Yeah. Somebody's gonna yeah. see them at an airport or something. You know, like when the Hardys and and AJ came. That was so surprising because nobody saw AJ in an airport and fucking wherever the hell that that rumble was on some oh shit look it's AJ, yep. you know. And the Hardys was even crazier because they had just wrestled the Young Bucks like the night before. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But yeah, that was the cool thing about which we, don't get me wrong, I love the internet, but you ruin a lot yeah. of good shit. Yeah, they do. You ruin you know, sometimes yo. We want to be surprised. You know what yeah. I mean? And then you know you you find out the history of the guys uh, that they've known each other for years. You know what I'm saying? They got really cool. Then the click, you know. And the one person that to me never made sense of that group was Triple H. I didn't understand how he fit because he was not here. cool. <laughs> Nothing about him was yo. Triple H has never been cool. Let's be real. Yo, X Pac is kind of cool. Everybody else though, epitome of cool, hundred yeah. percent. Michaels, his own weird cool whatever. Diesel. I mean, Kevin Nash clearly. Bro, you know the, the hierarchy still, was like Kevin yeah, Nash, yeah, Scott like, Hall, just, just, and then Triple yeah. H down here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're like, I don't, I don't, I don't know how you fit into this group. 
Like, are you are you a good accountant or something? Because I don't understand. Yeah, I, I think it was because he was the, he was the driver. He was the yeah, the he carried the yeah. He, that's right. He doesn't. He he doesn't did, yeah, he doesn't drink. He doesn't, yeah, you need you do you do need one of those. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, man, it was um when you and then I did this. I I found out um a while back that he was the one because of him the wrestlers would get guaranteed guaranteed contracts because of Scott, not because of Nash or anybody. It was Scott that got his first. Remember, oh yeah, he's the, he's the first one that showed up. He turned a he, lot of people. He got there. He was it was, he was like recon, and it was like he told Kevin, "Yeah, come through." Yep. He's like, "Yo, they oh. giving us good money, son. <laughs> they yeah. giving us good money. They they guaranteed me like twenty mil. Come on through." Yeah, and that was around the time the WWE couldn't do that. Yeah. No, it's you know, funny. The, they they were they had some money, but they didn't. They felt like the investment wasn't worth it for some reason. Yeah. Even though he was a proven commodity and he was moving merch like a psychopath. Well, I mean, he was on Jerry Springer for the love of God. Yeah, <laughs> full razor gear. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, what about you, Dave? Um, I'm gonna be honest with you. Uh, when it comes to Razor Ramon, I don't really have that many fond memories of the guy. I have what has been like highlighted. Um, but other than that. Never, yeah. I, you know, I, I, I was, a, I was born in the nineties, so I never got to see, you know, Razor, uh, in his, in his limelight, but yeah, no, but I, I agree with you guys are saying, I know a little bit of the history and shit like that, but, uh, that's pretty much it. That's pretty much my knowledge of Razor Ramon. I know that for a fact, I mean, how do you guys feel about him? I mean, RIP rest in peace, Scott Hall. Right. But he was a yeah. white guy, right? Yeah, from Minnesota. I believe so. Yeah, he's from Minnesota. Yeah, from Minnesota, that played yeah. a Colombian. A Pretty much, yeah. A Cuban. Okay. <laughs> Do you guys think that would? Uh, this is a, just a honest question. You guys think that would fly today? No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Because look, when perfect example, right? When they did Doctor Strange, right, and the Ancient One. And they whitewashed the ancient, the ancient one is, an, is Asian, is an Asian male. And they had a, I forgot who was it that played her. The woman, um, I forgot her name, yeah. I forgot her name, but it was, I got the you. fact it was a white woman that played, it was supposed to be an Asian character, right? Up in arms. Up in arms, bro. It was over. Like, look, the, the uh, Iron Fist. Iron Fist wow. is supposed to be white. People were still up in arms about it. Because it came from Kung La. Kung La. I was like, so you really can't, you know what I mean? Tildale Swanson. You know? And yeah. if you do, that, that has to be on the indie scene. And then your character's going to change when you come up to the big league. It has to. You know what I mean? That's so like... There will never be another that, character right? like Razor Ramon. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, as much as people would like to say that uh, back in the day was was like racist. And I, if you think about it, the 90s and early 2000s was... A time where a lot of people got together. There wasn't a lot of segregation between the, the races. You know what I'm saying? No, I agree and, with that. And and there was a lot more imagination between people. Like like they always said, if we ha- if our generation had TikTok and Instagram and, and all these other things back in the day, do you know how much better this world would have been? My opinion. Because we had more creation, we had more creativity, more imagination. Because think about it, bro. He's a white guy playing a Cuban, and he's like, as long as he did it right. There's no problem. 
We loved him because he 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 did it right. He didn't make us look stupid. We also loved the clown that had a midget. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we love the yeah. hockey player, a crocodile hunter, a, a hitman wearing pink. <laughs> you know, we believed in cars that could talk back in the eighties. <laughs> you know, you know, the, the, the GI Joes were more diverse than we've ever seen any group of people now. The X Men was literally made to show diversity and individuality back in those days. Now, you if you watch TikTok, you're watching the same dance. Over and over and over, over and, and over and over, and over and over again. It's like, holy shit. The only reason why that shit won't work now is because all we need is one person that doesn't even know what the fuck they're talking about. Oh, yeah. like, we need someone to watch wrestling the same way show watches movies and they'll start complaining. <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's what that's yeah. what it is. They don't even know what's happening, but they'll they'll complain about somebody who like let's say if they didn't know the fucking rock. In the nation of domination, they'd be like, "Hold on, my, my man don't my man don't look black. He don't look as black as Farouka, D'Lo Brown, or Mark Henry, oh, no, and all that other shit." They would have had a field yeah. in the crush. Oh yeah, yeah the crush. And, the two white, and the two white rappers. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? Like we didn't at, at back in those days, we didn't care because we actually stood together. You know, absolutely. <laughs> I feel. I don't that. know when. No, it, I, I don't know that. when it changed, but we actually stood together. You know. Mm-hmm. Because I don't remember ever looking at some white boy and going, nah, this nigga's not cool. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. If we seen you, if you, if I seen you where I was at, I knew you went through the same shit I went through. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you and you, if you in the hood with us, bro, we understand each other. Yeah, you know? absolutely. But, but yeah, that, that, I don't think a Razor Ramon, unless he looks as badass as Scott Hall did, like he'll fuck you up. Maybe people right. buy, but I don't. I don't see that nowadays. That goes with like what Lay was saying, though. It's like back in the day, you kept a kayfabe, so you really couldn't go and look that up, uh, like on Wikipedia oh, yeah. and stuff, to see if you where he was born, like Minnesota. No, he's yep. Cuban from Minnesota. <laughs> what? <So>, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure there's some Cubans up there, but not like you. <laughs> yeah, I don't see that. Um, they don't have silk in in Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> it's too cold. It's too cold for yeah, you. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, right. It's like, how do you get that tan? Uh, I mean, Kenny. Hey, yo. What's going on, brother? Hey, Tuka Bear. Kenny. Number one Brock boot. It's it's Machismo Bear tonight. Machismo Bear. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh. I have no words right now. Yeah, you can have you can have plenty of words, just ain't gonna make sense right now. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. Let me uh, let me stop in real quick while I'm getting ready to uh, to cut out. Uh, and he got the Abdullah skull. Yo, have you seen Abdullah's skull, bro? <laughs> yeah, have you? Yeah. Yeah. Yo, I'm Kenny saying, needs dude. about four or five feet of scars on his forehead, bro. <laughs> yeah, him and Dusty Rhodes. We're only talking about this real estate. You I don't know. Seen all the way. I don't. Even, I don't know what I. I don't know what I did to Jeff, man. But he can go fuck himself. We got the first go fuck yourself of the night. Jesus Christ! What's it's going funny, on? I'm dying. I literally, I just walked, I just that's walked into the room, bro. That's, that's like going, that's like going to, that's like going to work and they just tell you like, yo, you're, hey, you working overtime today. You working a double. 
Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, man. You know what that's like? Like, it's perfect, right? You come to a party. You get in. You're about to get comfortable. Yo, beer run. You're like, what the? Dude, I, I just walked in. Ain't that much, Jeff, man. How's, how's everything? You didn't even take off your coat. They wait until you take off your coat, and then they go, yo, bro, beer run. Fuck, oh, I got to put this shit back on. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm glad Jeff could take. I'm glad Jeff could take the joke, man. I, I want to play, but uh, but that's you good, know, that's good. because I ain't gonna lie to you. He came in with a double barrel. And he shot you. Oh, the damn son of yeah, Jeff hit me. Jeff hit me hard. So he didn't even say <laughs> hi. He wait, yo. He cracked jokes on me, and then what's up? Then what's up? What's up to me, man? <laughs> Word. <laughs> yeah. So, um, uh, yeah. Well, I, I feel like Kenny would definitely no razor, hundred percent. Oh yeah. Of course, yo, Kenny. The question was asked by Dave. Mm -hmm. Do you think that the Razor Moon character would have would have worked today with a white man playing it? Mm. No, yeah. I don't think so. I don't. Mm -hmm. I don't. It it depends on who it is. Like somebody has to really like pull it off in order to do that. You know what I mean? I think like like the way Scott Hall portrayed that character. You know, and, and made it come to life, especially at the era that we that it was when like Scarface was like really big and everybody loved that like that gangster role, like that fit him like one hundred percent perfect. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that was like he came at the right time with that one. If it was any other time, I don't think it would have worked. Ah, uh, yeah, seriously. Yeah, I remember if me and Kenny just started watching, like we're doing the Raw watch along. What's and up, Randy? You know, we're doing the pre-show and shit. What's going on, Randy? And Raw starts with the we remember, you know, like uh, R.I.P. Scott Hall and shit. And yeah, I turn we, around to Kenny, I'm like, wait a minute, he died? Bullshit! Yeah. There's no way he fucking died. Like no one said anything. Bro, Why is I that jumped on the Twitter. First one? Yeah, I, I jumped on Twitter <laughs> mad quick to see. You know what I mean? Like, hey, I didn't see no nothing came up on my phone, and then like a few minutes later, when I was looking at it, I looked and I was like, "Yeah, it's um, yeah, it's confirmed." Yeah, that's crazy because so, he was on life support before that announcement. Yeah, that's what. That's why I was like, "Yo, he's all right." So, Amy, um, he was in surgery. You said, "Lay." Yeah, he had yeah, like, he had broken his hip, and then okay. during the surgery, he had three heart attacks. Yeah. And then they put him on life support and the family yeah. took him off life support. And for what, like four, five, like six hours, right? He was on life support and then he passed away mm -hmm. yeah. like right before Raw started, if I'm not mistaken. Because I remember I got the news on Sunday, like Sunday morning. And I was like, what the fuck is this? And then me and, then me and you were talking around five o'clock. And we, that's when you, I think, Lay sent the the, the picture yep. over of um, Xbox saying that they they took him off life support. And he was still he was still breathing. His heart was still ticking. So I was like, damn man, like he's a strong fucking guy. And yeah. then eight, and then eight o'clock rolls around. We're about to freaking snooze through Monday Night Raw. <laughs> and um, Seriously. Seriously. And, and what you call it? And then that's when they said, you know, like they had the little memory thing. It was like, what the fuck? Yeah, yo, we yo, we literally just said fuck what's happening on Raw right now, and yeah, we, we just, just started talked. looking on Twitter and 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 mm -hmm. Facebook and Instagram and all that other shit. Gigi, happy birthday, girl! The yeah, birthday happy week. birthday, Gigi! Oh, happy birthday! Yo, Gigi! Hey, yo! What's going on? 
<laughs> What's going on? Yeah, I had to. I had to take that one. I had to set that one up on the, you know, on the, the, the noise shit. You know, that one in nope. the. Wait, wait. Where did oh, I put the other one? Yeah. Fuck you, gotcha, right? Bitch. All right, Kenny. <laughs> I, there you go. <laughs> I don't know where I put these shits. I know where my 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 normal shit is at. All the other shit. Uh, you, you needed to hear all the other shit, all right? <laughs> verify that they're still there. Yeah, exactly. But you know, um, do you guys remember when he won the that first ever World War Three battle royal? And won the the undisputed WCW championship. Mm-mm. You don't remember that? I don't remember. You know the thing about it is like WCW history. I'm not the okay. best at. You know what I mean? Like I, I know I know some of my history with WCW, but I don't like. I don't remember a lot of WCW. So so WCW had weird matches. So they had um you know the like the two rings. It's called the Lethal Lottery. They had sixty guys. Mm-hmm. And they would draw a lottery and have uh, tag team matches. If you won the tag okay. team match, you went into the twenty man battle, the forty man, the thirty man battle royal. Mm-hmm. And the way that works is, you're in the first ring and you have to get thrown over the top rope into the second ring. And then when you get thrown over the top rope from the second ring, you're eliminated mm-hmm. from the match. Now the sole survivor in the first ring and the sole survivor in the second ring wrestle each other in a match, and the winner of that wins battle bowl, and they get a, t- mm-hmm. a shot at Super Bowl. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So they, they get a title shot. Sting won one of those. Now, World War Three was three rings. It literally had three 20-man battle royals. And the winner of each of those battle royals went into um, the last 10 men from each Royal Rumble went into one ring, and then they had a battle royal there. And Scott Hall won the title from that that, that battle royal. The, the oh, okay. World War Three battle royal, yeah. I remember that because I was like, yo, Hogan's about to win this. The NWO's out there. And then Hogan gets eliminated. And it's like, oh, shit. And Scott Hall winds up winning. And I thought this was when, you know, they was like, oh, Hulk Hogan's going to beat up Scott Hall. Like, nah, they let him run with the championship for a little while. See, this is when we need the WWE Network because they had the whole freaking library of of WCW. This is true. And we could have went back. We could have went back and watched this, you know. Absolutely correct. Yep. Totally agree. That shit Not sounded yet. so convoluted, though. Yeah, oh, dude. You know what's crazy though? It was like back in those. I used to love those gimmick matches. I used to love them. So they would actually have like the main camera on the screen of the ring that they're looking at, and then two little cameras showing the other rings. And then when mm-hmm. somebody got eliminated, the announcer said it, but they would switch to that that ring. And you had like major players in each ring. You know what I'm saying? So it it was actually pretty dope. And the matches they had, it would take place in separate rings. So, like, not at the same time. Let's say the first match happened in the closest ring to the entrance, and mm-hmm. the second match happened, like, the, the furthest ring. Then the third ring. DDP was having a match with, I think, Macho Man. And he was like, yo, fuck this. I'm going to go in this ring. <laughs> and, like, they switched rings, and they, they had the match in a different ring. And, like, they would go in between rings and all that shit. It, was, it's, it, it sounds complicated, but the way they pulled it off, it was kind of mm-hmm. dope. Okay. It was kind of dope. Like I don't think the WWE had the vision for something like that, mm-hmm. but it was it was kind of dope. It's like like uh, war games. Remember war games mm-hmm. in WCW? Yeah. In, in my opinion, the war games in WCW was be- it was done better than the one in WWE. Just like the oh, yeah. well, the one in WWE is a stripped down like lame version of it. You know what yeah, because I mean? there's a top I mean, in the war games. Yeah, yeah. As I'm saying there's a top yeah, and yeah. The fact that you have 
one or two rings, rings, you know what I'm saying? And there's more players in it. Yeah. You know, like definitely. in the war games in, in NXT, you're not against it, but there was like real, no real stakes. And nope. those, it was like, yo, if this side wins, they get their own pay-per-views and stuff. If this side wins, mm-hmm. then they have to leave the company completely. That yeah. was in WO first WCW. Clearly, WCW was never gonna win anything, but you know. Yeah. And even you know even back in the day, they had the war games where it was like the four horsemen versus Dusty Rhodes and his people. Yeah. You know, and yeah. they all came in with like the 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 tactical face paint and the and the fucking army fatigue paint. Yeah, they, like, they, they all came in like GI Bro. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah I'm they still, came I'm in still waiting. I'm still waiting because now, you know, since um Mattel has the licensing to do throwbacks to WCW. Oh well, I can't well let me let me let me shut up because I can't the one that I'm looking for, they can't do it anyway. I get I think Jazzwares will be the only ones to do that and they wouldn't be able to do it mm. is when um when Sting was in their war games and he had the uh the the face paint. He looked mm. like um what's his name? Arnold Schwarzenegger Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, yeah. And he had like that, that would be like I would love to see that as a as a figure, but I don't mm-hmm. think Jazzwares would would uh would do that. I mean, you know, you are you hashtag it enough. That's I get, I think that's the thing they do nowadays. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, I could just bug yeah. the shit out of Jeremy Padauer. He's the uh, he's the head um person for uh, Jazzwares, and be like, hey, you need to make fucking Sting from WCW. You know, you didn't make a yeah. Dutch sting. Yeah. Yo, I, I don't know if the original name of the match was called Blood and Guts, and that's why mm-hmm. TNA used it. But the name of the per, the pay per view was called War Games. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So right. technically, they could right. use his look from it because it's not like the WWE owns the looks of the, the wrestlers in the pay per views and shit. You know, it could be a throwback. I don't. Know. I, don't I don't know. Just because uh, it is the way. Yeah, the the way yeah, that um, was a good match. It, I don't know because I remember speaking to the guys from Mattel, and they were telling me that there are certain things that they want to do but they can't do due to like licensing issues. Uh, so look wise, yeah. there's like certain things that they 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 can't do. That's how they alter a lot of the stuff, like, like CM um, Punk shit. Like yeah, like With CM Punk stuff. Um, like you see like uh, Jericho's. Like if you look at if you look at like a WWE Chris Jericho figure. And you look at the 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 jazzware one is completely different, tattoo wise because they can't use all his tattoos. Who's that? Jericho with, uh, with Jericho. Oh, that's right. That's yes, that's right. That's right. He had him. He had him oh. in the thing. He first got him in mm-hmm. WWE. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they had so they I, already had like two figures with with those tattoos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Jericho, everything like Jericho and, and WWE, like it was weird because his tattoos some some of them really didn't even match. To what he was, what he had, yeah. but if you look at the one, but if you look at the new ones now for Jazzwares, like all his tattoos match the ones that he has on his body. Like it's just weird. But, uh, but we can we can go all we can go all day. We can go all day about fucking wrestling figures. I can go for hours, but it's yeah. But it's funny. Uh, back to back to war games, but it was really good though. One of the first ones I, I did get was Razor when I was able to you know like able to get him when they were like posable. It was it was happened to be Razor Ramon. And then one beautiful day, if anybody that has a Dominican mother knows, was sent to DR. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I literally, I remember when I was looking for it, just to, like, put it, like, on the table, right? Mm-hmm. I was, was going to do homework, and I'm like, <laughs> looked everywhere. Oh, Santo Domingo. I was like, because you're not going to, you're not even going to ask me. 
if you're gonna send my stuff. Like that's not even a year old. <laughs> like, it still has the it still has all the gear on it. Gone, son, gone. That's a that's a that's a problem, David, for Dominican culture. They when just you, take your you stuff feel and like you wore something too much or you don't wear it enough, mm-hmm. yeah. they'll send it to DR. So when you go there, somebody's rocking. Like I have yep. three, you know, I had three great Wu Tang shirts, right? That I love. All of them are in DR. Damn. I love Wu Tang. Damn. <laughs> then I went there and I was like, these are my shirts that I never approved. Damn, son. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Shit, that'll piss me off. I hate when people touch my shit. And then, um, uh, um, what was, um, it wasn't the outsider shirt that I was able to get. It was another shirt. Um, it was a Ray Mysterio shirt. Same thing. It took me forever to get that shirt because it was no Amazon back then, kids. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) It was like damn three weeks to get that damn thing. Had it for two months. DR. I saw it in a photo. I was like, is that my, is that my shirt? Mm hmm. Yeah. You had to start hiding your shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah it's crazy. Shirts out after you know laundry. You know, it's crazy. Yeah, is that I, I, I like I don't remember. Like you see, you know, you guys know I have like wrestling figures on my mm-hmm. desk at work, right? Yep. And like I normally just put like people that I like or whatever, and I didn't notice until like I got to work. I don't think it was like Tuesday night or whatever that I have. I had the the last Scott Hall figure. On my desk, and then I have the Razor Ramon Hasbro oh. on my desk too. I was like, "Oh, oh shit!" Because wow. my coworker was just like, "Yeah, I just noticed you have um, Scott Hall. You have two figures of Scott Hall on your desk." I was like, "I do." And when I walked back, I was like, "Oh shit, I do." I just like it slipped my mind because the simple fact that like I just <laughs> I change them up all the time, but I've ne- I just never changed those. Hey man, you guys stick with the classics. You know what I'm saying? I probably I'm probably gonna switch one out though, you know, put a Brock figure there. Yeah, man. Yeah, just John for Cena just for uh, filet. Just for like a Miz a Miz finger. A Miz finger. I'm gonna put the Miz and Brock Lesnar. There you go. Take a picture. I know you were dying to see his name, bro. I know you're gonna see his name. Do the Miz giving a stunner to Brock Lesnar. Brock's number one fan. Yeah, that's right. Mind you, I mind you, I I don't own this guy right here. I don't own one single <laughs> Brock Lesnar T-shirt at all. Like I can't go into my closet right now, pull a Brock shirt on, and put it on. You know what's funny? And you, he's number one in your heart. Yeah, you know what's funny? I have a Brock shirt. There you go. I have the the Welcome to Suplex City sign. Wow. I don't even I want, have that. I, I wanted one that said New York or like the Bronx, but then uh, yeah, it's like I for, you know I forgot the Bronx isn't allowed to be mentioned in wrestling. What's going on, Earl? <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? Like, everybody's from Brooklyn, Queens, Long Island, Staten Island, you know, upstate Albany, mm-hmm. Buffalo, New York. But the Bronx? Or, New York, New York. But you know what? You know, they'll, just say, they'll, they'll about, just say New York sometimes. Yeah. And yeah. just thinking about lazy. that, like, the Bronx has never had a major um, wrestling event to happen in, in the borough. Manhattan had Madison Square Garden. Brooklyn has the Barclays Center. Um, Queens now has Arthur Ashe Stadium. Fuck it, the Bronx just got Yankee Stadium. Yo, yo, they don't like us, man. But yo, if there's a bit, yo, you could do WrestleMania at Yankee Stadium, bro. You could do WrestleMania at Yankee Stadium. No way, no, they can't. What? Could they? They no, do they it can't. at every other fucking baseball field. First of all, not the not the way Yankee Stadium is structured. 
you cannot do a, a big wrestling event in Yankee Stadium like that. You could do it's it right at now. City. No, you can't. No, you can't. You could do it you at City Field, but you do can't it. do no. it. No, you can't. No, you cannot. They have you been to the no- game? Have Winter you been Classic. to the no- Have you been to the nosebleed sections in Yankee Stadium? Yeah. So we got bro, you can get fucking vertigo. So what? We from the Bronx, Kenny. We sit nah, wherever I'm the good. fuck we can. Nah, I'm not. I'm good. I'm still sitting on the stoop. Do right? it, do it like do it like back in the day when Ric Flair had the cage matches in the in the stadiums. Have them with the helicopter landing in the center field. You know what I'm saying? You can have Charlotte land in the helicopter in the center field and let her beat whoever the fucking she wrestles. Charlotte versus Brock. There you go. Main event. WrestleMania night night one oh, on yeah. a Friday. Yeah, yeah you know. Going back to that thing, I've never liked any of Brock's shirts. <laughs> they're, like they're really, they're really like generic and lame, son. You guys, like, yo, listen, that suplex one was dope because it became Suplex City, and you know, uh-huh. you get it to Cena sixteen times, and I, that was one of my favorite matches of all time, by the way. Just because yo, I didn't think that would ever happen to the Golden Child. When he did that at uh, what was that was at the Barclays Center, right? That SummerSlam, yeah, yeah, that was SummerSlam at the Barclays Center. Yo, yes. when he did that, oh my god, I was just like, yo, just stop. Like, just stop the match already. <laughs> I was like, he had yo, enough. I was like, yo, yeah, and it's not enough. Keep going, bro. But, um, <laughs> and like, I, I don't know, it was just no, none of his, none of it. The, even when yeah. they try to, the UFC tried to get shirts of him, yeah, bro, yeah, like, real, real quick before we go back to Scott Hall, that Suplex City match, did it see him win it? Oh, he lost. He lost. You sure? Because I remember. Oh, no, 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 no. He, no, he won the extreme match. Okay, okay. Which once again did not make sense. Yeah, no. it's the same fucking match, sense. just with a chain, and now yeah. Cena wins. Yeah, mm-hmm. you get it. All right. No, so, that's so, so, that match. So the stuff, coach, you know would have won that. I would have stopped watching wrestling. Well, well, technically, that match never ended. They just they stopped it, and then they yeah. continued at Extreme Rules. You know, because you Cena can't lose a match, right, Kenny? I mean, Cena could lose a match. Again. I mean, Cena could lose a match. On, it was not just, on TV, apparently. No, I mean, it could be on TV. It was just like that particular match. There was no way in the world he was going to win. If he would have won that match, I would not for nothing like I am a Cena fan, but if Cena would have came back and won that match, I'd have been like, this is the most fucked up. Like, you, now you really, really think that people are just stupid. Like, like he, just, he did that to every match. No, so I got to ask you guys a question. Okay. Now, now that you said that, I want to get back to Scott Hall. Uh, you know, yeah. now that you said that, which, which is a match? And Toe, I know every match is a Cena match. You can't believe he won. So come on, <laughs> bear with me here. Help me out, right? Do Focus with me, brother. I got you. Right? Which is a match that it completely boggled your mind that that person won? Like you just sat there and go and went, Really? After the build and everything, you know, like it was a good storyline. And you go, this, this is it. This, I got the one. way they won, and the fact that they won one match that you literally just went. I got, I got a good one. Oh, oh, match a, or just a regular match? A uh, any match? Any match? Any match? You get okay. comes to your mind. Okay. Like I'm gonna let, let him go first. I got two. I go last. I go last. No, go, I know Dave is ready. He's ready. Go ahead, Dave. Go ahead, Dave. Yeah, I got a good one. I got a good one because I was there. Jinder Mahal versus Randy Orton for the WWE Championship. What? Right. I love Jinder right. Mahal's run right. as champion. Right. You crazy? I, I, I can not believe wait, it. The modern day Maharaja. Okay. 
I, I so I got I three. He's a he's Latino now. He had to roll yeah. the R that many times. Yeah, Jinder Mahong. Jinder Mahong. You know what's funny? You know what's funny? I I have to agree, but but the thing is, I got to give props to Randy for always willing to put somebody over after his, after him screwing yep. Kennedy. After him screwing <laughs> Kennedy, he was like, "Yo, I got to fix that." That call is on him. Now. After him screwing Kofi, him too. He, he screwed Kofi. Yeah. Fuck Kennedy. He screwed Kofi. Yeah, but now I, I got I got to agree with him. I was like, so I got three. Okay, Jesus Christ! All three Are of them happened at WrestleMania. Up? No, no, all three of them happened at WrestleMania. Two of them happened the same night. The mm. first time was Booker T losing to Triple H, Oscar mm. losing to Charlotte Flair, okay. and Shinsuke yeah. Nakamura losing his his world title shot at WrestleMania. Those three matches, I was like, "Fuck you, mean!" Like literally, "Fuck you, mean." Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm like who yeah. who the yeah. fuck wrote this? Please yeah. meet me outside. Like I don't know where you at right now, but please meet me outside. We need to I, talk. I have so many, but uh, my uh, I'll go from the least one to the one that I was just like I don't understand what happened there. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> was it when um when Cena beat Zayn? When when the oh, first came out for the oh, United States, when he um when he popped the shoulder, shoulder. yes, yeah, yes. shoulder mm-hmm. doing that. But I was still like, you know, what's funny. Everybody knows that you know who Zane was in the independent circuit. You know what I mean, and what he did in NXT. So you figure I was figuring the best thing, and then you have Bret Hart like bring him out. Like yo, what you're building to a win in Canada? No, I didn't understand that. I literally, yeah. if there was a time to, to literally lose the open challenge, it was then, to him. Yeah, the underdog from the underground. Anyway, uh, two, um, Brock and the streak could have gone to uh, any young dude that needed mm-hmm. that push. And listen, I'm a Roman fan, but it should it should have been Roman. It would have made more yeah. sense for it to be Roman and Brock didn't need it. No. Why did Brock? It didn't need, out of everybody in there, it didn't need to be Brock. You know what I'm saying? But I think Roman, the way people were feeling about him at that time, would have had even worse like criticism on him but breaking the streak. Think about mm-hmm. it. If he's getting that after doing that, he would have turned. He would have had to turn heel. Yeah. And we would have got the Roman that we have now back then. You know what? I, you know what? I don't Roman, like yo. Listen, I beat him fair and square. And you people still uh-huh. have a problem with me. Fuck this! Not for nothing. I I think that, and I'll, I'll let you go back to mm-hmm. to to the matches and stuff like that. But I think that Roman and um Bailey like should really thank the Thunderdome for mm-hmm. developing their characters because I can only imagine if you would have had Roman try to be this character that he is now with live fans still in attendance, booing not booing him or just continue cheering him or. The way some of these people are, like especially like in, in Cleveland, that they don't even cheer at all. You know what I mean? Like I, I, they would have they would have scrapped they would have scrapped it a long time ago. Because remember, WWE controlled the way they wanted to handle Roman going into right. the Thunderdome era. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They could put the they can add the booze if they want to. They can add the cheers if they wanted to. So they was like, okay, they basically saw what people thought about him online, and was like, all right, well, that's people online. We could still we could still make him a really bad guy. And then Bailey had the fucking um um 
Ding dong. Hello. Ding dong thing. I was about to say bing bong, but I was like, fuck, I had a brain fart for a minute there. And I was <laughs> the like, New York version. Yeah, right. And like she was great to develop her character through the pen, you know, through the pandemic era. Because God forbid if we would have had this when she was when we had fans, I don't even think that, that would have lasted either. But Lay, like, you can continue on. Yeah, and the last one is uh is the Miz being Cena. I don't understand why would would anybody would do that. You meant when the when Cena you meant when when Cena beat the Miz. The fact that he went to WrestleMania. You know, you talking about when Cena beat the Miz in that last man standing match, or in the when when Miz won his first title. Yeah, remember when um when the I thought you were talking about when Alex Riley and the Miz beat the shit out of Cena for two straight hours, and then the Miz and then Cena just. Uh, attitude adjustment, the Miz, and, and no, no, no. This is I thought you were talking about that match. I'm sorry. No, it's when he actually wanted. And oh, I was just oh like, okay, okay. I'm like, I'm first of all, I was completely baffled with the bill, and then <laughs> he went to WrestleMania. I was like, so we're not, so we're not even gonna try to put anybody good in this match, right? So and the Rock, two bad wrestlers at the same in the same match. Fantastic, and then he wins, and I was like. Yo, who is doing coke back there? <laughs> miss, miss, get the miss in there. Seriously, bro, I, I was, I was just like, yo, I didn't, I don't, I don't think I watched wrestling for about two months. You know that what? It, you know was, what it was? That was his title run, so it didn't matter. You, you know, you know what it was? You know what it was? Cena talked to Vince and was like, I can't lose any matches. I can't lose against the, the Nexus. I can't lose against Brock. I can't lose against Roman. I can't lose against The Rock. I can't lose any of these matches. Sami Zayn, <laughs> none of them. None of them. If you want to build somebody up, I got to go to Hollywood first. Vince McMahon said, okay, but you got to sign your soul to the devil. John Cena said, I already did that. He goes, well, now you got to sign your soul to me. He goes, I, I thought I did that when I sucked you off. But I'll, I'll agree. What do you want me to do? Lose to the Miz at WrestleMania. He said, all right, cool. You want me to lose because the Rocket interfered and at a WrestleMania match? Perfect. He's like, we can't get the Rock. No, 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 no. You can get the Rock because it's me. And the Rock said, fuck you. And they paid him millions of, do- millions of dollars. And they gave him the video of Cena sucking Vince McMahon's dick. And that's how he was able to get the Miz to lose to him at WrestleMania. So I mean, Scott you, you know, Hall. it was able to get him. Yeah. So that's, yo, these are all facts. Remember, there's a, there's a fucking, I know. All right, I'm a historian of this shit. I know exactly what what happened, and that's the story. That's the fucking facts. Okay, so so Scott Hall, <laughs> you know, we'll get back to Scott Hall because I, I just want to. I just want to say, at no point was I planning for it to lead to this. I hear you. I hear you. Hold on. <laughs> can I just? Can I just throw my match? I'm only gonna oh, throw oh, one yeah, match out there. I'm only gonna. I'm only gonna throw. I'm only gonna throw one match. Tell you, match has, no, has nothing to do with Cena or anybody else. <laughs> Because we don't want to ro- we don't want to go down that road. That, yeah, thank you. Yes, Dave. We're not gonna go down that road. So the only uh, I can't say the only I, I, I'm only gonna do one, and that was uh, the Fiend versus Goldberg. First oh, of all, yeah. first of all, yeah. you you almost knocked yourself out going to the <laughs> ring. Now, nah, right? You you got gassed as you were going down that long ass ramp, right? Every time you try to go for a spear, it looked horrible. You stumbled so many times throughout that match, and you almost bumped into the fiend to knock him out of the ring, and then you couldn't pick him up to do the freaking pile driver, the the your your finisher, to jackhammer. Him, the jackhammer, and then that's it, and it was over, and you became fucking universal champion. How how that that happened? 
is beyond me, but whatever. That was like, I, yeah. Anyway, so Scott that was Hall. a that was a Saudi event, wasn't it? Yes, that was a, yeah, it was a yeah, that, that happened on the house show. Mm. Mm. Oh, sit back God. and go. go, go <laughs> He's done go. that twice. He did that with Undertaker too. Yep. Yeah. Oh. Yo, he, he almost, he almost killed. Yeah, he, he almost killed the Undertaker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a hit. <laughs> that was a hit. He's like, if the man don't want to stop wrestling, put him down. And Goldberg's like, I got you. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> Pull that trigger. Pull that trigger to the <laughs> That yeah. was a hit. Vince went like this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Vince Vince just looked at Undertaker and was like, got you, buddy. Like, was, as soon as he went out there, he was like, all right. <laughs> exactly. He's like, he's like, Goldberg, you know what to do, right? Yeah, I got you. Yeah. <laughs> It just turned out that that killing blow was the first spear that the Undertaker got rid of. You know where? You know what? They, you know what that relationship can remind you of? The movie you saw last night, Free Guy. Oh yeah, yeah. Remember the main? Remember the the guy who owned the company? What did he do to with the with the Indian dude? He's yep. like, shut it, shut it all down. Are you sure? He's like, you can't do that. And he looked at him. He looked at the little Indian kid. Where he told him, shut it down now. He's like, all right. And that was his friend. That was that was his friend. He was I friends with him. That movie. I, haven't, I haven't slept that good in a long time. Oh, yeah. Yo, I don't know how you'd ever like that movie. I love that movie last well, night. Well, the show did stop him from getting the first 20 minutes of the movie. So, okay. All right. <laughs> I think if I would have, it was, it just, I, it was like the expectation. I think I had my expectations were too high. After I saw the Adam Project, I was like, eh, maybe. Nope. <laughs> well, I did say it's not Matrix 4. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, <laughs> That that movie's a, a, a trifling. That <laughs> no, that's the bar. That's, that's the bar. Awesome Matrix movie. Four. <laughs> don't be a menace and fucking uh, the bar or the, the bar? Wayne's brothers. Both. The both. The bar. The, all right. So so the Matrix Four is the bar. Don't be a menace is the bar. Ah. And the Wayne's brothers is is the you know in between. Yeah. Right, yeah I get it. The Wayne's brothers is what's in between a C minus and a C plus. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Just in yeah. case anybody wants to figure that out, I was but, looking right. at it, right, so I was looking at a tweet, um, yeah. the, like last week. I mean, was it last week? No, it was like a couple over the weekend, where um, Johnny Gargano has said that he was uh, he had fortunate he was fortunate enough to like sit in a class with Shawn Michaels and Razor, and they were talking about their ladder match and they were breaking everything down as far as like what they were feeling, how did they execute everything, mm-hmm. what were their plans going into the match, and like building off the crowd and building off each other. And I was just like, damn, I wish that WWE had that that class taped that, like, we can see it. You know what I mean? Like, because mm-hmm. I, ima- I could only imagine, because he, I mean, have you ever heard Scott Hall tell a story about, like, his career or a match? Like, he captivates you. Like, he, you could sit there for hours and just listen to this man talk about Fuck an uh, arm bar, and he'll he could tell you many different ways to to execute it, get a, get out of it, how to make the crowd pop with it, how to how to boo you, like yeah, you know, not for none. My man had one of the best abdominal stretches I've ever seen. Yeah. I don't know if you guys remember his matches, but his abdominal stretch because he was so fucking tall, like the way he it looked like he was really stretching people, and then he'll smack the dude's like abdomen, mm-hmm. and he's like screaming, and he'll grab the ropes when the ref's not looking and. Stop grabbing the ropes. Like the they were rest moves back in those days. 
The Rock yeah. used to do that too when he was a heel. Yeah, because and, and Big E kind of does that, but he does like the he'll like smack your butt type of shit. But yeah, and he, mm. he he does the New Day version of it, <laughs> <laughs> the, the the unicorn version. <laughs> I mean, but everybody yo, everybody yeah. takes a little bit of of of, of the old school and tries to yeah. make it new. Nah, that's true. But yo, this one thing I want to talk about that I don't think they get a lot of credit for, but the outsiders. You know, we, we spoke mm-hmm. about them coming to WCW and doing their thing, but as a tag team, they had to have been one of the best tag teams in WCW. You know? Because, yeah. like, they were big enough to to face the, you know, to face the faces of fear mm-hmm. and, like, dominate them. Not a lot of people could do that to, the, to, to Ming and the Barbarian. That's true. You know? Yeah. They made, weren't they, they like so them. over that they made a they made like a, a parody version of them? Oh, in WWE, yeah, they had yeah. Kane was was Kevin Nash and some other dude was Scott Hall. And they had that like a Scott, different name. That Scott Hall would have been today's version of Scott Hall if they did that. You know, mm-hmm. the joke version because they took Scott Hall took being Cuban serious, at least. This the dude that made fun of Scott Hall was a joke. And that would have been what they gave us today if they wanted to make a Scarface character. Yep. Yeah. But I, that's but, but you got, but you got to you got to give it to them though. Like business wise, when they went to WCW, you know, um, they came in, they did the deal with Eric Bischoff, uh, they got their bag, you know, like the young kids say nowadays, you know, they got they got the bag, and. Yeah. Um, and, and they and they milked and they milked it until they couldn't milk it no more. And that's what you. That, I mean, that's what you do with any job where you just be like, "Yo, I'm just gonna get as much money as possible." You know. Okay. You know. They had the perfect. They had the perfect plan to rob yeah. WCW blind. Yep. <laughs> and that's exactly. And that's exactly what they did. They said, it, it, "Okay, we're gonna bring all these people in. We're we're gonna establish these two new stables." We're gonna give you a million and one storylines, you know what I mean? We're gonna help beat you, help help you beat WWE slash WWF at the time in the ratings, and then at the same time, like we're gonna we're gonna continue to milk this guy for all the money we can from him before he just says, you know what? I cannot do this no more. I quit, and then you go right back to WWF and say, hey Vince, what's going on? Like. <laughs> Because that's what happened, right? A lot of the yeah. wrestlers after WCW closed had still the A the AOL contract. Yeah. Right. So it was one of those, yo, we'll pay you not to go to WWE and just stay home. Like a lot was, of those wrestlers did that. Because that was like after WCW got bought out by WWE, like that was one of the things a lot of talent used to say. Like when they used to talk about like you know like the Monday Night Wars and stuff like that, and they used to talk about the NWO, and they said like a lot of those guys booked their matches the way they wanted to. So if Nash wanted to win the title on a Thursday at fucking Thunder, guess what? He was going to win the title on Thunder at 9 o'clock because if he wanted it at 9, he was going to get it at 9. And if he <laughs> want, if, if, yo, it was so crazy because, and you know what? And then I'm, I'm hoping, because I'm, I'm I'm hoping that we can get another confirmation is because I know a lot of talent said this and I, the, you know, the talent that we will interview next week Hopefully that you know he can say like yeah that was true like yeah you know what I mean I was a part of because he was a part of the the guy I mean I I you know what I'll just say it 
like me and Tell, we're gonna end up interviewing uh, Buff Bagwell next week. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of hoping, like you know, because he was a part of NWO too, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah, him and Scott Steiner. Well, it was originally him and um, Scott Norton. And yeah. they were tag team when he became buffed and stuff, and then they yeah. they came in the NWO, and then he was a Scott Steiner, you know, towards like the end of it. But yeah, he was a big part of the NWO. Like I just want to know more that about the dope. fucking bookings. They came, they came up with this shit because they did you know, a lot of politicking backstage. I heard they ran oh, the whole yeah. fucking thing. Scott Wait, Hall used to just do whatever he wanted and fucking get paid for it and go home, like. You, you know, but uh, if you think about it, because uh, like, I I watched WCW religiously. I'm pretty sure you did also, like, because yeah. you know it was like the the only few storylines that I can tell that really didn't make sense was when they they exploited Scott Hall's drunkness when they mm-hmm. when they exploited him as alcoholic, and then when David Arquette won the title. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. like those storylines was one of those like I don't know what's going on here, but the NWO gave us a lot of shit that was pretty good, like. People hated the way the Goldberg streak ended. I actually enjoyed it because it was supposed to be the um, it was supposed to be the like Kevin Nash was the champion and they was going to have like Goldberg go after it again. And there was going to be a whole storyline of it. But something happened and they said there was they were like, fuck it. And they just gave it to Hogan Mm -hmm. afterward. Oh, no. I'm sorry. He gave it back to Hogan. And then it was going to be a build up where Hogan and Goldberg actually had that match at a big pay-per-view instead of for Monday, uh, Monday Night Nitro. Because yeah, Go, Goldberg was, uh, won in at Nitro. The, it was the uh, poke of the, the poke of Doom. Yeah, the poke of Doom. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Goldberg got Goldberg hurt. Got okay. Hurt. Yeah. Appreciate that. Yeah, Goldberg got hurt. Oh, because he punched the fucking... What's up, Tony? The limo? Was that was limo. that when he punched the limo? And he and he broke... Like, he cut his old arm off? Mm-hmm. Yeah, one more for the bad guy. Matt, what's going on, everybody? What's up, Tony? And, um, Matt Awesome. Yeah, Matt Awesome in the building. And um, like yo, they gave us Macho Man versus DDP, the NWO, you know, and and those matches had like finishes, you know, like I don't know how you have the NWO with eighty fucking people in it, and Macho Man versus DDP had a finish. There was no one coming in here interfering with nobody. They had their own pay per view. WWE tried to do that with DX, mm-hmm. the In Your House DX. Remember that mm-hmm. shit? They yeah. had their own pay per view yeah. with their own rules, their own refs. They wanted to make their own titles because NWO was supposed to be a whole nother entity of wrestling alongside WCW. It was supposed to be WCW on Nitro, NWO on Thunder. That's why they made the second show. But, you know, this shit happened. You know what I'm saying? Like the whole shit. When they bring back the NWO with Jeff Jarrett mm-hmm. running it, that killed it. That to me was the death blow of the NWO. You know, Jeff Jarrett and Bret Hart and all those was other people. NWO they- 2000? Yes, yeah, that bullshit. But you know, they they had yo, dude, they had a lot of shit. And also, one thing that you can't say nowadays, NWO was the major thing in WCW. But you also had Ravens Flock, you had the LWO, you had the the mm-hmm. fucking Harlem Heat. Like you had other factions in there that had their own thing that was kept away from the NWO. Like it, it honestly was like this is WCW until somebody from NWO comes down. Then we're NWO. Other than that, go ahead, do your thing. We're gonna come out when we want. We're not gonna be the whole show like Roman Reigns and the Bloodline or like Seth Rollins on Raw. You know, Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens is three hours of Raw. There was there was three hours of Monday Night Nitro. People forget this. There was three hours of Monday yeah. Night Nitro, and no one ever said Nitro was too long. No one ever said Nitro was too long. They should cut it down to two hours. What's going on, Lafaka? 
But look at the cruiserweight matches, and I'll do anything around that. But look yeah, at the look at the less. look at the way the wrestling shows were um back then. Like no one complained about Monday Night Raw being three hours back then. Like we wanted more. Remember, we need to go oh, to like, yeah, Monday was two hours. It used to, it used to go to eleven oh five. Yeah. And we just be like, yo, okay, just give us like 10 more minutes. Like, you know what I mean? I and used then, to was, I used to be like as a kid, like they would leave you on a cliffhanger, and I would be like, Oh my god, like yeah. Why? Why is it ending now? You know what I mean? <laughs> and I don't I don't get that anymore at all. With AEW, no. WWE, they don't leave yeah. you with any cliffhanger at all. No, nope. Just... I was about to, I was about to say the exact same thing. You're on some like all of a sudden you hear somebody's music and all of a sudden, we'll see you next week. You're like, son of a bitch, you didn't come yep. out yet. Yeah. Tony, yeah. Remember, remember Tony like Tony Shavani used to like fucking scream like Oh my God, Gobra's in the building. And you used to hear the pyro go off and do, 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 do. And I'm like, we, we're cutting out of time. We'll let you know next week. And you'd be like, what the fuck? What happened? Yeah. And, and, and there was, was no, it, there was no really big internet Paradise back then. Like, I don't want to watch this shit. Go back to the thing. <laughs> Yo, it used to be real, fucking, yeah. um, uh, what, what the fuck was that show? They used to be, um, oh my God, with the two detectives that they used to do the fucking... They used to solve those mysteries, like those sci-fi mysteries or whatever. Psych? No, no, no Psych no. was it was on Raw. Uh, what the fuck was the name of that show? So, uh, X Files. Yes, there you go. X Files used to come on after. Oh, that okay. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. I was off. Yep. Yeah, that that was the yo, dude. And the, the yeah. crazy shit was we had to go to sleep. Yep. Before mm-hmm. before Raw ended, so we were always recorded VHS. Now the thing was the VCR stopped recording when you put the timer on it, and it was like, "Yo, set it to eleven ten. This is the one yep. week that it goes to eleven fifteen. And you're like, "Fuck! I don't know the last five minutes of Raw." And then you got your one friend telling you the last five minutes, and you're like, "Wait, all that happened in five minutes? Yeah, man." And then, and then when Raw started the next week, it kind of fucking continued the story. Yep. Now yep. Raw goes, "All right, Kevin Owens beat yeah. Seth Rollins, and next week is gonna be Seth Rollins versus Kevin Owens." Again, well, for is, what? Well, they are right. continuing it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, they just flipped oh, they, oh, what they, oh, what they used they, to they was... used to They used to be like... 21 Jump Street. Go ahead, Kenny. Yeah, I remember that. No, 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 go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> no, no, go ahead, No, they used to, they used to tell you... No, what the they line. used to do was like, this is what... Oh, fuck. Miscommunication. Go ahead, Kenny. <laughs> no, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. Dave, <laughs> go. Dave, go. Dave, go. I think Dave is on a little delay. Dave, go. <laughs> <laughs> Uh okay, so what they used to do was like they would be like like here's here's what happens after the you know here's what happened after we went off air like last week or something like that and then they would show you and it would be like a mini recap it wouldn't be like a recap of a recap of a recap like they do now so that's why I like that's why I liked it I mean did you see Kevin Owens like straight up that video of Kevin Owens just going. Uh, why are they showing this? We, we just, just saw, saw that. this. <laughs> this just yeah. happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's funny because you you know for a fact how stupid it is. And you know Kevin Owens is one of those guys that he like, you know he can't hold the frustration. And he goes, why, why are you showing that again? We, we all know what happened. What do you, we just saw that. You know, I remember yeah. when there was one when Sting finally came down in the middle of the ring with the NWO. And he hit one person with a bat, and then it cut out. And I was like, "Fuck!" Yeah. <laughs> I, think nah. I think, and funny, I think it was Buff Bag. We hit him with the bat. All of a sudden, it stops. And I'm like, 
You, and then Thunder and Paradise go fuck itself. <laughs> you know what's funny? <laughs> going back to War Games earlier, when NWO fought WCW, that was when we got the fake Sting. Yeah. Because the fake Sting interfered and cost WCW the, the, the match, and oh, they yeah. thought it was the real Sting. And not for nothing, they got a pretty me. good fucking Sting. The they got, yeah, they got a very good fake Sting. And then Sting left because he was like, oh, you don't believe me. You think that I'm going to do that to you? He left, turned into the crow, came back. And that fake Sting turned crow also. By the way, side note, the crow was Scott's idea. Eh, there you go. Fun yeah. part for that. There you go. Oh, and, it was like, hey, have you also, seen the crow? And then all of a sudden you got that. We told also, him, hey, Sting, you should paint your face like the crow. You got the hair. He's like, good call. <laughs> they, wanted to make it, they wanted to make him almost like The Undertaker, Sting. Because The Undertaker yeah. and Sting... Are the two, if WCW was still around, Sting would still be there. They're the loyal mm -hmm. ones. Yeah, you know, if, if, yeah, if WCW won, Sting would be the guy right now. He would be the guy that we'd be calling like Undertaker and shit like that. You know, but I remember when Sting first made his debut as the Crow, or, you know, actually did that thing for you. Like, he mm -hmm. came down with, the, with the, the, the Sting mask that they sold and people were wearing his mask. He came down with that mask and took it off and it was his face paint. And everybody thought that was the fake thing. And it was like, nope, it's the real one. You can tell by the face paint because the fake one has the face paint too, but my shit's legit. Like, it was my face. Take it off. Still me, motherfucker. It was, that, 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 that part was pretty fucking cool. But yeah, a lot of people would forget that WCW did a lot of things that I don't think WWE would have ever imagined doing. Yeah. Or couldn't do. Because apparently WWE can't do big factions like the NWO. And and if you're gonna talk about Kevin Nash and Scott Hall and these guys booking their own matches, they have to be some of the greatest minds in wrestling because WCW was winning with Kevin Nash and Scott Hall and them booking their own matches. I want to know who's booking the cruiserweights. That's what I want to know. I never yeah. got a I never got a hold of who's booking the cruiserweights. As much as I love the NWO, no, nah, yeah, the that, cruiserweights. That was a story, not necessarily wrestling. Yeah, think about it. And Benoit Booker T were wrestling. And yeah. Jericho, they were wrestling. The other guys were moving yeah. the story along. You know what I mean? And Glacier. Think about course. it. That, that Halloween yeah. Havoc. And Glacier. And that, Disco Inferno. I'm sorry. I forgot. This is true. I credit Disco him. Fever. And, yeah, and uh, was, um, Alex Wright. Alex Wright. Of yeah. Yeah. Das Wonder Kid. Yes. Ernest the Cat Miller. Yes. You know what I'm saying? James Brown. He was the guy. Yeah, that's it. Canyon. But, who's better than Canyon? This is true. This is true, shit. But um, yo, but I, no, and all honestly, that that Halloween Havoc, we all know it's Ray versus Eddie. That match Absolutely, was fucking yeah. the mm -hmm. only match anybody can ever remember on that Halloween Havoc. Honestly, yes. Yeah, that's I, the I, number one go to. Yeah. yeah, honestly. Yeah, it's funny because I was watching it. Mm -hmm. it's, it's like fourteen minutes. Yeah, and you don't realize it's fourteen minutes till you've because you're going so fast. You're like. It can't be that long. It's 14 fucking minutes. But of just good wrestling. We're two of the greatest. You know what I'm saying? Yep. I was just, you know how the the ring posts were like Slim Jim? Yep. 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 <laughs> yep. Mm -hmm. I don't know. That's a bad motion. I don't know why I did that. <laughs> the booty man match. The booty man <laughs> match. <laughs> you know who the booty man was? Oh my god. Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Oh. It was the booty man. <laughs> and he came down with with um Diamond Dallas Pages girl, uh, Kimberly. Kimberly. Was it Kimberly? Kimberly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that shit. The booty man. Wow. The booty man. He was like, just the fucking Brutus Bar beefcake with face paint. 
Wasn't that when he was a Zodiac? Yeah. Oh, oh, they, like he's doing this shit for some reason. Like he's one of the berserkers. Yeah, I don't understand it. Hogan and Mach. You see, that's what I'm saying. I can't remember these matches, but I can remember Ray and Eddie real quick. Yeah. And I think I well, I think it might have been the match that opened it too. I believe so. I might, yeah. So they literally went downhill from there. Yeah. <laughs> like we're gonna start up yeah. here. I remember there was a there was a Halloween havoc where. Ray had to beat Juventus, Kidman, and then Eddie Guerrero. If I'm not mistaken. Like, he, he kept... Like, he was supposed to face Eddie, and he kept having to fight multiple people. Mm-hmm. You said Muslim people? Multiple people. Oh, I was about to go, wait, what? <laughs> nah, I, I call him Muslim. completely different pay-per-view. <laughs> That's a whole completely different conversation. Yo, Kenny, you want to say anything yeah. before you head out? Uh, No, I, I don't have anything to say right now. I mean, I'll be back. I just have to like get dressed, leave, go to my job. Uh, oh, okay, I can, okay. I can jump. Right. I can jump back on once I get there. Oh, okay, no problem. Well, yeah. I'll be back so, before eleven o'clock. So, if anybody's wondering, Kenny has confirmed he's not wearing pants. Yes. He underneath all of his clothes, he's butt naked. There Confirmation has been given. Hey yo. <laughs> right, later. That's when he's to follow that up right there. Yeah. <laughs> But shit, man. So can I want to get um I want to get to Pete Dunn and Butch. Oh. Oh no. No, don't all know it. It happened. Oh no. <laughs> so um I I literally went to YouTube and the first thing I see is Pete Dunn's face. But more Pete Dunn than Pete Dunn has ever been Pete Dunn. You know what I mean? Like just and all of a sudden, I play the clip, and I'm like, okay. I don't read anything. I'm saying, yeah, we don't mind none of them, but he's Butch. And I'm like, excuse me? He's what? <laughs> butch. I was like, first of all, why is he dressed like a newsie? Second Dude, of all. Why? Yeah, why are they dressed like that? I'm like, what? What the fuck? Oh, Somebody clearly saw Picky Blinders a little too many times. <laughs> That's it. I'm That's literally it. looking like oh, so. And let me understand this. From the 1920s, Pete Pete Dunn clearly is established. He would he came out on Raw a couple of years back as the the NXT UK champion. He was he's the longest reigning NXT UK champion. Yeah. What did I miss? They want a sitcom. They want the uh, Gunther and Butch show. Well, that's 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 sad. But the problem is, <laughs> Walter is still Walter, just with a stupid name. Pete Dunn has been completely changed. I was like, yo, yeah. I want him to drop off my paper back in 1922. Yeah, that's what it you looks know like. It. It. I'm like, uh, Butch, wait a minute, don't I know you by another name? Weren't you Pete before? Yeah, and didn't you live in this century? Yeah, well, here's here's a, a nickel. Thank you for the paper. No, yeah, it's like everybody's reaction was like, What? Like, why? Why are you right. doing this? <laughs> All right, so I have a friend of mine, right? He's really not into wrestling like that, but he, he, I told him about Pete Dunn and he just became a fan, right? 
started watching his matches, him and Riddle. He thought that was hilarious. He said to him, it's better than Riddle and Orton because they were literally polar opposites. I mean, all kinds of levels. And then he, he, he texted me, goes, yo, who the fuck is Butch? I go, ah, you just saw it. <laughs> and that's Pete done now. He goes, fuck this company. <laughs> just said yeah. that to me. He goes, fuck this company. I'm never watching SmackDown again. It's all about the Butch. Yeah. I don't know. Who back think, there looked at him and said, you look like a Butch? Yeah. Who, that's, who's That's the thing, man. How desperate are you when you have to go back to fucking Peaky Blinders to get to get inspiration? Like, uh, come on, man! Oh, you all know him by uh, a name, by this name, but we know him by Butch. When? When did? When did you guys ever have a history together? In the nineteen twenties, <laughs> you know. Yeah, apparently, in their- Scotland, <laughs> Scotland was was frozen in, in the nineteen twenties, and they just melted them in two thousand twenty. Never updated their wardrobe. <laughs> I'm just saying is, look, I like Ricky Blinders. I'm a big fan of it, right? I'm waiting for season six, right? I love the show. But that has nothing to do with wrestling. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? Going on off the top rope. And I I am literally, yo, listen, Scott Hall death was, was bad enough, right? It's fucking terrible. And then the big E thing, you're like, damn. Shit on top of shit. And then you're going to do this? Yeah. He's like, what? Hasn't the week been bad enough? What did, and what did Pete Dunn do to somebody? Yeah, right. Well, he, now they're he trying stretched, to trademark he stretched it. One so fingers. Huh? He what stretched did, the wrong person's fingers. That's what happened. What did he? Is this like a Daniel Bryan thing? It would, what did Pete? And I remember I was, I was, Watching uh, a, a podcast, and the guy goes, "Oh, well, you know, you come to WWE, you know, they're gonna do some stupid." He goes, "Yeah, but they already established him one way, yeah. in all forms of their media. He was on fucking Royal Flagship Show. I don't wasn't he in the Rumble? Wait a minute, that guy was Pete Dunn a couple of years back, the Bruiser Wing. Who the hell is Butch? Wasn't he in the Rumble? I, yeah, he was. I think I, I believe he was in two Rumbles." Yeah, well, they don't matter anymore. Yo, off the rope, fun fact. I actually uh, thought of the name Knucklehead because my uncle used to call us Knucklehead, so <laughs> that's where it came from. So that's that's what's up. But uh, but yeah, man, that, that yo, dude, I s- kind of stopped watching SmackDown just because it, it went to the point where it's like, all right, I can watch the first half hour or first 15 minutes of SmackDown, mm-hmm. get the gist of it, and that's it. I don't need to watch anything else. Like I, I honestly don't need to watch anything else. Back in the day, it was Sasha came out or Roman came out, and it's like, uh, these seem to be the only two important people on the show. Because I don't want to fall asleep with Charlotte coming out. Now people got to watch Butch. Yeah, now they got to watch Butch (laughs) Cassidy and the Sundance Kids. I'm telling you, he's gonna make that faction. Butch the Peaky Blinder. Yeah, from the twenties. I don't understand why. Why does Sheamus walk around in beer in um, bar fighting gear? With his hands taped, wife beater, you know, the, the pants, the hat, the little jacket. But he wrestles in gear, like in, in regular gear. wrestling gear. He I doesn't wrestle like thing. a street fighter. Yeah, like you want to fight outside, but you wrestle in like I don't I don't well, get it. You know when I thought of that? When he first fought Drew McIntyre and he was he started rocking that, I go, yo, why don't you just if it's a fight, your hands are taped, why would you take off the tape? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, what? <laughs> Yeah, he's look, he walks around like he's from the forties, but he wrestles like he's from two thousand and twelve. Like, wait, wait a minute, this uh, this this whole thing ain't making sense. But I have to say, I only saw the face of Butch because I saw all those memes with the with the sci fi uh, with the with the with the chant the the, the Seinfeld <laughs> fucking meme where he's looking, he's like, is this Butch? And they start laughing at him, he's like, it's not funny. That that you know that meme, yeah. It looks like he's actually trying a little harder than Damien Priest is. Because Damien Priest heard the idea and said, fuck it. I can't I can't be Spanish anymore, so I'm just going to waste everybody's money. I'm going to walk outside and waste everybody's money. Okay, I'm gonna dog actually, I'm gonna, put on I'm gonna better performance. Yeah, yeah. Tone myself don't know what Damien Priest is supposed to be. <laughs> what do you think he's supposed to be? And let's start with NXT because I, I got lost. You know what I mean? Yeah. What? What? Like, what is? I I, I don't what know. Is, <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Yeah. It, like you know, you know his fucking like his name in ROH was like Murder Martinez or something. So obviously, yeah, Punishment Martinez. Punish, Punishment Martinez, right? Yeah. Punishment Martinez. Yeah. Was, so obviously he, he was a he, he was supposed to be a Punisher. Yeah, yeah. So he was like a real gothic kind of guy, right? Like you know that you know that yeah. one kid that listened to neo metal once and never let it go. Yep, that's that guy. I mean, do you see? I mean, you see all the talons that he wears, like yeah. the metal talons, like one yeah. Yeah. scraping on both of his nipples. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, he's supposed to be like this gothy dude. Um, but then he comes out with and, with Puerto Rican instruments on his thighs. But like. He's Puerto Rican, right? Yeah, Supposed no, to be. He is, he is. no, this is no Razor Ramon. He's legit Puerto Rican from New York. Yeah, okay. yeah. 100%. See, even no. Lay's doing it now. Even Lay's doing it. If he's supposed to be from the Bronx, he's not from New York. <laughs> he's from the Bronx. <laughs> no, but he's from New York. Let's put it this, this, let's go with that. I, I like, I'm trying to figure out. We, we, we discussed this like in length. Like, what are you exactly? Yeah. You know, how everybody, you know, everybody has their thing. Seth Rollins is an idiot right now, floating through things. Then him and Becky go to come <laughs> in the thrift stores, right? Yeah, that's yeah. clear, right? Uh, but I'm like, what? Like you look I, like Hot Topics. Me, every Puerto Rican festival I've ever been to, and you just said it's like the big and tall version of Hot Topics. Yeah, absolutely correct. Yeah. And I just don't know what's going on right now. I'm trying to figure I don't know what guy. he's supposed to be anymore. Show me a pic of the gothy guy. There you go, oh. with the nipples. With the oh, nipples. That's a, perfect, that's a perfect picture. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly it, yeah. And this is his new character now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, like, so this was him before. This one with a vest, this right? Him now. This one this with one? a vest that, that has a whole vest. Not that one. Go up that he's standing. This one? That was him, I believe, in ROH, I, I think. Before no, he was fatter in ROH. Oh, you're right. Yeah, he was. But they that was him when he first Roman. came, right? That's when he first got this. That's NXT. Yeah. And I go to the tassel once. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Skinny version of the rock. He goes your ROH, right? There you go. There you go. I just don't know who he is now. Oh, here you go. The, he was fatter. There you go. Yep. 
Wow, my man looked like a head shrinker. Transformation. Yeah, he does look yeah. like uh, Samoan. Hey, but more power to him. But like, yeah, I don't know what I don't know what this is. I don't know what this is. Any like you know what I'm saying? Like what is this? Oh look, there's a picture of him as the Rock. Oh, here you go. The shirt. Oh. Yeah. Good cosplay, I guess. Yeah, I can see that. You don't have the charisma. Yeah. When you pull this, you can't be the Rock. You don't have the charisma for the Rock. When you do no. this, you don't have the charisma for the Rock. Bro, even even back in the day when he was in NXT, I had no idea who he was. Yeah, he would come out like he was calm, cool, collected. But then he would tell uh, uh, somebody in the back, like, like, uh, uh, like he'd be scared of him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It, it, no, it, it, Sorry, it, I just, it, I just had to ask that because, like, we're talking about completely changing a character. I have no idea who you yeah. are. The the one cool thing he did in NXT was when he did the shit and the fucking flames went off. Oh, his, his like name. his name. Yeah, because they, they showed him. They did that. And then the flames, the timing was perfect. He tried to do that shit once on Raw. He said like this. Boom. Bruce, that didn't happen. He's like, my man, like I'm, I'm, I'm this means go. It means it means go. Now, now I'm mad at you. And that, and they said, yo, we love that character. Be that character all the time. What character? Then now I'm mad at you. Okay, I'll be the I'll be the now I'm mad at you character now. All of a sudden, yeah, you don't you punch me, but don't slap me or I get upset. What? Yeah, yeah. Well, what? Why is slapping upsetting you, but not punching you in your face? Yeah, try try to beat me, but don't win, because then I'm gonna get upset also. And the crowd can cheer you, but not show support. Yeah, we're gonna get mad also. Like, what's what's the what's but the we, end game of that? Weakness, bro. I don't know I what no the fuck. I have no idea. Yo, Matt, Matt, if you're still watching, please. Because I'm pretty sure he's watching and he's like Googling shit. He's talking to his boys, he's writing down, looking at his notes. He's like, all right, hold on, wait. It's got to be one. Nope. Nope. I know who everyone else is. There's a guy that has the, the switch on his pants and he comes out with it and he plays the game while he wrestles. I know him. Uh-huh. I don't know Damien Priest. Yep. He's looking at his notes right now. You can't. Matt, if you could tell us what Damien Priest is supposed to be. Other than Bad Bunny's partner from WrestleMania. Please inform us, Matt. Yeah, please. I would, <laughs> we I need would that. Definitely love but, to know. Uh, yeah, Dave, that's one of the wrestlers from uh, Invictus Wrestling. Oh, really? He, had, he, yeah, yeah. He actually has like the 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 paddles for the the Nintendo Switch. You know, how they disconnect. That's like his tights, and he comes out with the Switch and shit like that. Yeah, he's the he's the. Oh, that's cool. When I was looking at him, he was the social media champion. I forgot his name. But yeah. Oh, that's cool. So, uh, that's pretty dope. Okay. Yeah. Oh, hey. Shows in the building. Uh, but I show, thought it was like a shows watch. Oh, good. Is he supposed no, no, to be coming ahead, on? He's like Damien Priest. We don't know. Okay, we don't know his character. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I thought it was more of like a Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde type thing. There's Damien, you know and then there's Priest. I'll go with that. I'll go with that. Because I can't, I, I can't identify exactly what he's supposed to be. I'll run with that idea. But it was, I it hear was... you. Okay. No, no. I, he. It makes no sense though. If they're gonna go, you might get the Damien. 
then you should be coming out looking like a priest. What about if your name is Damien Priest and one of your alter egos is your first name, then you should lean towards more your last name of Priest. So when you switch to Damien, it's a total opposite. What? Not just I'm a big guy that's now mad. What were you? You wasn't Holly Jolly Christmas when you was wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it didn't make any sense when, like, well, like Luke Gallows came out as Festus, and yeah, and then when the bell rang, he got mad. I was just like, true, what kind of, but it was entertaining. Yeah, it was entertaining though, and he had one hell of a match with Undertaker. I don't know if you guys remember that on the SmackDown. He had one hell of a match with with Undertaker. I mean, but I, he can go. Yeah. And the funny thing is, so can Priest. I just don't know what direction he's going. He's the only guy (laughs) that I've watched that I'm not impressed with. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. And we should be because he had the triple threat matches he had with uh, Guy Vakovich and um, Keith Lee in NXT were were phenomenal matches. His shit with Gargano was really good. (laughs) Yeah. So that's it. Donovan Guy Vakovich. He makes a whole. He makes a whole. Don Donakovich. <laughs> Donovic Diakovich. Oh my god. <laughs> Diakovich. Diakovich. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. That's that's yeah, one that. of them in our in my office. Diakovich. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> um yeah i don't i don't know what's going on with it but, yo all right so yeah transition did you guys watch the cage match with thunder rosa and Britt baker yeah yeah yep. Uh, yep i i just finished watching it right before the podcast started oh, cool. yo that spot where Britt baker was fell off the top rope and landed on that chair on that I don't know chair if, or those chairs. Chairs, yeah. No, no, the, the chair because nothing moved. She said, "Whoop!" and that chair just said, "Oh, was I supposed to sell this?" <laughs> it, yo, I was like, "Yo, she broke her back on that one." They're, like, if they can't go through tables, what made her think that that was gonna do anything? That chair, that solid steel chair, was gonna bend if she can't go through the table. But I was like, "Yo, I appreciated that from her because." That was one of the hardcore shit I've ever seen yeah. for women. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it was kind of it was a little on the nose. Them in San Antonio and her winning, I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> really? No one saw that." It, it was it was a little WWE ish. Yeah, because yeah, oh no, remember, remember, had- Vince is not a fan of you of a face winning at home, but he is a fan of of having some kind of like um a memory thing because. On Father's Day, Curtis Axel won the Intercontinental Championship for the first time. And they was like, oh, it's Father's Day, and he's he's got his father's name, and he won the Intercontinental title where his father was the Intercontinental Champion. They did that whole thing. Like, they, they do have those, if it means something more than you're just from this town, they, they let you win type shit. And yeah. also, if you're John Cena, because John Cena won the title in Boston when he made his return against Jericho. So, yeah. Um... Well, so like, what I thought about the whole thing was that it was kind of booked bad. I would, I kind of wish Thunder Rosa wasn't, uh, 
going up against Britt Baker at Revolution. I thought I yeah. wish they would have saved that a little bit. That way it would have been more yeah. meaningful. Spaced out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't spaced out good. I, I honestly think if she would have wanted a revolution and then had the rematch in a cage at her hometown, it would have been like she defended it yeah. there and there would have still been a good impact. I, you know? I feel like she should have wrestled. The, the thing with Martinez, that storyline should have went further and she should have wrestled her at revolution. Okay. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. You know, when I, I was like, because that makes sense. It, it didn't make sense in a in a records uh, standpoint either because yeah. uh, she lost, so she should be at the bottom of the line, right? So yep, yeah, that that, that didn't make a lot of sense to me either. Now if you if you and then Brick go, Brick goes, listen, you want a title match? You beat her Revolution, you'll get it. Boom. That's it. Yeah, and there's a reason yeah, you exactly. bought Martinez, right? There's a reason you bought her in, right? Ultimately, yeah. it's like a hired gun. Yeah, mm -hmm. pretty much. And I hope this builds up with team like Jamie Hayter and uh, Britt Baker to finally go off one on one. You know, absolutely. Yeah, you know, they've been they've been doing that they, for a while. They have their Wardlow thing going again over there. The yeah. Wardlow thing going. Yeah, that's what yeah, I was it was saying. a waste of a match of Revolution. You're right, Gigi. Yeah, yeah, that's. No, no, absolutely, completely agree, Gigi. One hundred percent. You know what I mean? And it's funny because that. Speaking of the Warlow thing, I was like, felt you could have you could have milked a little more of that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Let Scorpio get over clean at least. I mean, the man just got the title, son. I'm happy they didn't take him off him because they, you know, they'll do that. Yeah. But I, I, I'm like, yo, let him let him get a win, bro. Yeah, I didn't like the fact that he paid this dude. It was almost like a hit. Because in all honesty, like, Scorpio was acting like, you ain't ready for me, son. Like, you could you could powerbomb Symphony anybody, but you ain't ready for me. And mm -hmm. if he would have lost, like, let's say he lost to Scorpio, Sky, right? That could have been more fuel for MJF to be like, yo, bro, you're not ready for the big time. You can beat these little guys here and there and somebody in a ladder match with six other people, you know, defending, you know. Mm -hmm. what? But when you come up to somebody on my level, you're not ready for that. Mm -hmm. And it proves with Scorpio Sky, you're just some brute that I hired to protect me. And you think that you're somebody because you win a couple matches here and there. We're going to have to we're gonna have to shut you down, bro. <laughs> Pop that big head of yours. That would have been an excellent storyline because it would have showed like, yeah, when it came to a real wrestler like Scorpio Sky. Warlow needs a little bit more experience. Mm -hmm. And it wouldn't have killed Warlow. It wouldn't have killed him because going into that straight storyline, they would have been we would have saw the growth of him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you exactly. Know? Yeah. Show him, show his adversity, what he can go through. Like, oh, like he loses on some and like like I said, they don't even come out and attack. MGM just comes out and does his heel shit and he'll disrespect him and he'll do it on levels that people can't, other people can't, you know what I'm saying? Because it's MJF. You yep. know what I'm saying? He will verbally cut you down and it's perfect you know what i'm saying is and then you have warlord in that ring like is he right like him walking out on some i think he might be right i had my first title shot and i lost clean yep. you know what i mean so, I'm you what and it, uh so with that being said guys right um he's clearly out of the pinnacle how do we feel about Brian Cage making a return as an added member going up against Wardlow 
as punishment for going up against the pinnacle. That's actually a really good idea. You know, it makes sense, but he would have to come in like brain like not for none. He left Team Taz because of that, and then he goes to MJF. Like I, I want to see how they they got together, but that does make sense. Yeah, yeah. that ma- that makes perfect sense because Cage is a guy that can take on Warlow, and he's coming back to someone new. You don't have to worry about trying to reband somebody. What's going on, Steve? Ready to rumble. That's a good one. That's a good one. It's a shit show, but it's a good one. I would love to see it, man. I would love to see. Oh yeah. Falcon Wardlow versus yeah. uh, Brian okay. Cage one on one. Two yeah. big meaty men going at it in the middle of the ring, man. Like, I'm man, ready for that. Of, it's the kind of and man that, that, McMahon is somewhere going to jack to. But, but that yeah. that also gives another dynamic because Brian Cage is a, is is a fucking athlete, bro. Like my man, he can do more than just be a big brute in the ring. Yeah, yeah. And when he was in when he was in thing, when he was in a lucha underground, bro. When I saw him do what was it? He did um. He did a, I, well, I was believe it was a shooting star press to Willie Mack when they had matches. The Willie Mack and Brian Cage have great matches. You guys get a chance. Find Lucha Underground on YouTube. Willie Mack versus Brian Cage. Amazing mm-hmm. matches. But, um, yo, I saw him. I was like, that's not right. He is way too big for that. You know what I'm saying? And same thing for Jeff Cobb, too, man. Yeah. I mean, it would be right. fun to see Jeff Cobb come in as a, as a, like, a hired muscle for somebody. Love seeing that dude. Yeah, see that dude wrestle Brian all Cage day. versus him. No, but Warlow, yeah, you're right, Gigi. That. I'm with it. That's a great idea, Dave. I am with that. Sign me yeah. up. <laughs> you know um, yeah. What is, uh, Steve says, fight that I'm hyped for is Hawthorne versus Eddie Hall on Saturday. Oh, is that UFC? I believe so. I believe so. Uh, that might be Boxing. I don't hold up. Oh, yeah, that's boxing. Eddie Hall is a the former oh, strongman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the guy the mountain versus somebody yeah. else. Yeah, the guy that played the mountain and mm-hmm. uh on uh Games of Thrones. Okay, so the guy who played the mountain on Game of Thrones versus the former world 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 strongest man. I guess they're gonna box. Uh-huh. What? This celebrity yeah, this is boxing, the, man. Yeah. Oh shit. Oh, that's kind of yeah. dope. So both of these guys are strongmen, but this guy right here, Eddie Hall, he actually was world's strongest man, I think, once. Once or twice. And he cut down a lot because this guy is around 400 pounds. Should be interesting. Yeah, that guy. Uh, I remember seeing videos of him. That's how he got the job uh, for Game of Thrones, right? Because he was just mm-hmm. a massive fucking dude. Yeah. I think like his actual name is Thor. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. Half Thor. Okay. I'm ready. You know, is that free? Shit. There's enough enough sites. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you could watch it on some of these sites. I'll find a site. Pretty good at that. But what were we talking about? 
Uh, well, we just finished with a Warlow and, and Brian Cage. Yeah. I wanted to, I really want to talk about Regal and everything else. Regal and his, this whole thing with Mox and Daniel. Son. How you guys feel about that shit? I'm actually, I actually like the where it's going. You know. Especially when they get that kid from the best friends that he came back in the ring and Regal slapped him and he was on some... I was like... And they did name him as one of the young guys they want to train. One of the, as, as I call it, one of the young lions to, to bring to their dojo. The, you know, the whole J- the Japan thing, if you want to call it that. Yeah. I got no problem with that. Um, I, he slapped the shit out of him, though. William Regal slapped the shit out of him, homeboy. It's all good, Steve. That, I mean, that, that that's a match we definitely... I would like to see that shit. Watch it for free. I'm not paying for it, but I'll definitely watch the two strongman mm-hmm. box. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, what is it? Gunter, Gunter, Yuda, Yuda Cage, Yuda Wheeler, Wheeler, Wheeler Yuda, <laughs> Wheeler Yuda, right? That that was the dude that. Yeah, <laughs> really so. That was a Gunter, Gunter Yuda, Gunter Yuda. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How about Wheeler? I was like, but the cream, but Wheeler, Wheeler Yuda. Okay, yeah. yeah, there you go. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, he slapped the shit out of him. Look at the chat. I'm pretty sure he he looks like a Gunter, you know? No, he doesn't. <laughs> yeah, he, he looks does not. If you you if, if you're gonna call him you, Regal looks more like a Gunter. Gunter Gunter Yuda. It's like it's almost like when he slapped Mox. It's the same thing. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, is that like initiation? Apparently. Like like a nod almost. Uh there we go. <laughs> got to you as a new yeah. sign needed diamond wrestling. <laughs> that was supposed to be a surprise. More bloated than it named in AW at that point. At this rate. <laughs> but yeah. Stacked yeah, roster. I, 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 mean, I, I feel like it, it's funny because and then Jericho has that stable that he came out with this stupid. But uh, and remember they named Daniel Garcia and he's with them. Yeah, not for nothing. That shit's growing on me a little bit. What? The Jericho Appreciation Society. After he explained it, and now I know (laughs) what it is, like, it makes sense now. Yo, that promo where he turned around and says, the reason why these guys can't do what I do is because they're professional wrestlers. I'm a sports entertainer. entertainer. Yes. I was like, yo, if my man isn't spitting in the face... He is Rob Van Damming AEW right now. Because remember, Rob Van Dam was, I'm the guy that the WWE is going to hire. You people ain't shit. They're like, any moment that WWE is going to hire me, that was his gimmick in ECW. My man Jericho's like, I'm the WWE in this motherfucker. I'm the, I'm the WWE. I'm the sports entertainer you motherfuckers wish you can be. You yep. pro wrestlers. I was like, yo, my man is a genius. I mean, they just lobbed it up to him. Don't get me wrong. This shit didn't come out of his ass. They lobbed that up to him. <laughs> that was all out of Kingston. <laughs> he, yeah, he paid attention to the way these people are talking. And he just ran with it. But that was fucking genius. I do love how he changed Matt and Jeff's name. Yeah. yeah. If you see the way Regal and them are talking and you see the way he's talking, that's a collision course 100% of the way. Regal said, this is where men get in here and pro wrestlers fight, wrestlers fight. And then Jericho says that, you're like, hmm, how interesting. On the same <laughs> night, 
two very different, very different views of pro wrestling. I'm yep. With it. I'm with yep. It. You know what I'm saying? But it's gonna be first Eddie Kingston and uh and um they need a fucking tag team name. I'm tired of saying their whole name, man. It's Santana. Yeah, team. man. Come on, man. Proud and powerful. You really want to say all that? That's that's less than saying Santana and Ortiz. Hey, but and <laughs> Proud and powerful. Yo, the, the rolls right off the, the boogie. Ortiz is mad short. You get that? You know, you know what I'm talking Yo, about? Don't play with me. We should just call them the boogie downers. Yeah, boogie, all three of them. Fuck it. The boogie downers. I got one for you. They're from the Bronx. <laughs> That's pretty much what they are at this point. You know I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're missing right homicide. Uh, no, dude. What if what if we get that? What if we get like a fucking uh, blood and guts with the sports entertainment faction and the uh, and LAX. Eddie Kingston and L- yeah, and the rest of the LA. You got you got Eddie. You get um Eddie homicide. Those two, and then for the fun of it, nobody realizes Hernandez comes out. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Just for that match, Hernandez comes out. I remember when I thought Hernandez was going to be the shit because he was another yeah. big dude that could fly. Yeah. I didn't understand the Superman tattoo on his chest, but whatever. I'm he was Supermax. Remember the yeah, Supermax? He was Supermax, but there's being there's being called it, and then they're just doing that. Yeah, um, no, it's true. You know it's true. But yeah, that would be dope. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, some people's argument was like, uh, homicide's old, and I'm like, so is fucking Chris Jericho. Everyone's old and done. You, you don't I, in wrestling, you, I'm gonna tell you right now, homicide may be old, but the, his wrestling style is built for the way he for the way for yeah. his age, you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah, yo, he's not gonna be doing suicide dives. I'm saying he's gonna no. grab it, he's gonna grab a battery chair and try to cripple you. That's the way he goes. Yo, but in wrestling, you don't hit your prime until you're like 38 years old. Look at Batista started at 40 something years old. People don't don't remember Batista <laughs> yeah, started at 40 something no, years DDP old. started at 34. Yeah. 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 Like a lot of these wrestlers we saw were oldish. AJ Styles is doing phenomenal shit. He's like what 45 or something? Yeah. Yo, for first and foremost, let's just understand that our truth looks exactly the same. Yeah. And he's yeah, still jacked. Quick. Kate Quick with a different hairstyle. Yeah. Like. You said Kate yeah. Quick? Yeah. Remember Kate Quick? What did he do to you? I'm just saying. What? People don't know Kate Quick back in the day. It was when he All first right, so, started WWE. Okay, so yeah. When he WWF. started, right? He was, yeah. he was with a tag team with Road Dog, and he was Kate Quick. Yeah, this was right after the, the New Age Outlaws. He was literally wearing like FUBU pants and all that shit. Yeah, he was all silver and shit. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Imagine Kofi Kingston when Kofi Kingston started. In the biggest pair of jeans, silver shiny, like silver shiny jeans, and the the glove and all that other shit wrapping. Yeah, I remember what, what Kofi Kingston was when Kofi food. Kingston started. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we yep. all remember that. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember fake. the. Hey, fake Jamaican accent. <laughs> hey, Triple H is like, what happened to your accent? <laughs> like he stopped the whole promo and goes, what happened to your accent? <laughs> he did that for, for Masterpiece too. He's like, wasn't you 20 pounds heavier last week? Who's that? M- M- Masterpiece. Remember oh, when did. Masterpiece got off the juice? He's yeah. like, 
Wasn't you about 20 pounds heavier? Yep. And Masterpiece looked at him like, nigga, you wasn't the only one. Like, they didn't tell you to get off. I was like, I'd have been like, well, they told me to stop. They I clearly didn't tell I mean, you to stop. Yeah, with all due respect, where do you think that heart attack came from? A, a lot of them. A lot of them came from it. Yo, you may not, be, not for nothing. clean and sober, but the juicing doesn't go away. Yo, a heart attack is almost like the way wrestlers die. You know, Umaga, mm-hmm. Yokozuna, mm-hmm. Bam and Bigelow, fucking um, Eddie Guerrero. Eddie Guerrero. Eddie Guerrero passed away. Uh, uh, Mr. Perfect, Chris Benoit, the Warrior. Oh. Ben, well, no, Benoit. <laughs> he eventually it was gonna happen. <laughs> you know, a lot of these people, a lot of these people, because of the drugs, the, the drugs, the 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 painkillers, yeah. the, the steroids, the drinking, all of that shit happens mm-hmm. for for these wrestlers going down the line. That's why a lot of people are like, oh, I'm surprised. Rick Flair didn't pass. Mm-hmm. Rick Flair had survived a back injury. Remember, he he was in a plane crash, yeah, broke his he back. Had to, he had to he had to change up his whole style because of that. Because yeah. yo, Rick Flair was like a power wrestler. He was yeah. brawling. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. What are you saying? I'm sorry. Uh, we say no, no, like it affects them so much, like later down the line, that like even Triple H, you know, from all the stress he was having from losing NXT, yeah. dude got a heart attack or something like that. He had heart problems. Yeah, yeah. So, but you know, like Jake the Snake Roberts said in his Hall of Fame induction speech, he was mad. Like his only true love was wrestling. He had kids and a wife, but his only true love, his addiction, was wrestling. And a lot of these people have that. It's just, it's that rush of hearing the crowd and all the other stuff, and and you know they they they'll sacrifice their lives to do the shit. I I remember Matt was telling somebody in one of his the interviews he did that he would like it would take 10, 10, 15 years off his life to be a wrestler. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And growing up, that it was one of those things. It's like if I didn't have the the injuries I had, <laughs> I probably would have did it too. It was like fuck it. Like he told me he got hit by by a kendo stick by the Sandman, and I'm jealous. Like who in their right mind gets gets jealous of someone for getting hit in the fucking face with a kendo stick? But it's the Sandman doing it to you. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. if 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 the Undertaker gonna whack me in the head with a chair and I'm gonna lose half of my body, fuck it, let's go. I don't need that half. Yeah, no problem. I'm taking a stunner quick. Yeah, yeah. Not taking a rock because fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> No. <laughs> call that's why I'm saying like call it a sport, call it call it art, what performance art, whatever you want. I love this shit. That's why I love this shit. Yeah. You know, you know, yeah, they do it's not conducive us. to the there's no off season to a normal lifestyle. There's yeah. really no off season to this thing, you know what I mean? If you can go for four years straight, you're gonna do it. You get injured, you're gonna be on some I wanna go back right away. Yeah. You know? And you and you know, you know, not for nothing. When everybody makes fun of like Sasha Banks for taking off all those times, I, I'm not mad at her for that. No. <laughs> like, there's life outside of wrestling, especially for a woman, mm-hmm. because uh, the the woman can only do something for so long until she wants to get a family and all that stuff. Like mm-hmm. after she has the kids, like it, it's 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 almost like a miracle Becky came back after her kid and wanted to still wrestle. Yeah, 
Mm-hmm. It's usually, you know, they Absolutely. were like, all right, I did that. Now I'm going to be a mom. Yep. You know, I'm not I'm not saying it was a bad choice, but it was like, all right, she came back to be a wrestler as a mom. Now, think about that. What else would she be willing to do to be a wrestler? You know what I'm saying? Like, if she's willing to live this life with a brand new baby child and be a wrestler and the champion and do all this shit and be in the mainstream, you know, the main profiles and all that. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you can't be mad at them when somebody's taking juice to heal or to get bigger because they need to be on TV. Mm-hmm. Especially back in those days. It's like, if you wasn't on TV, you wasn't getting paid. Absolutely. I agree with that. I agree with that 100%. Like, that's what's lost in a lot of uh, a lot of the wrestlers nowadays is that they don't want to put in the work. They don't want to do anything to get themselves over. They don't want to show up and do matches. They don't want to do the hard stuff. They want to make... They, it, it's Most of them do it just because it's, like, glamorous to them and they like their name out in the spotlight for maybe once or twice. Uh, that's... I mean... I don't like Becky Lynch that much, but I, I when the way Toja said it, I got to respect her for that coming sure. back yeah. and doing that because I mean she's dedicated, and I can't I can't knock that. Yeah, no, that's, pretty, that's pretty cool. I mean, and you're the one you're the one bringing in the dope. She's bringing in the, the big bucks, son. Because I got to, yo once again, Seth Rollins is cool, but Roman said it the best. He goes, yo, if I want to if I want to wrestle a marquee name, especially your wife. <laughs> yeah. You know, dude, you got to be real. Your wife and me are on the same level. Yeah. You are whatever this is. <laughs> yeah. I'm saying? So go to your drift store and get out of my ring. Go on. Get out of here. See? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But yeah, you know, that's, uh, that's, I mean, props to anybody that comes back like that turnaround. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, that some. I remember it was Cena that broke his neck in in April in March. He came back in April. I was like, "You are out of your mind, brother." Yeah, yeah. Out of your goddamn yeah, your goddamn Bostonian mind, bro. You are bugging, yeah. son. Bostonian. There was, there was um when he tore his bicep. Mm-hmm. This is when he came back to to face Jericho in the in the Austin Garden. He tore his bicep and. He was on like YouTube. He was doing these videos where he wanted to, you know, tell people he was like, yo, the doc told me it was about to like nine months until the return. I'm gonna do it in six. And he did it in six. And like they showed his workouts and like he would do the bench press. And you know how the squats you have that bar? Mm-hmm. So that way if you you know, you don't have a spotter, it protects oh, yeah, you yeah. from, you know. Yeah. He put the bar like one rung lower. Mm-hmm. So he would do this that would be his whole motion mm-hmm. for the bench press with like ninety pounds or fifty pounds or whatever he had, yeah. and he would show his progression and working. Like the dedication he has to his body and the actually showing up, I'll give him all the respect in the world for that. But his in ring, ah, uh, the shit that's the beef I got. That's that's I, a yo, good. It's on. It's on be, here. We have it. Yeah, can't edit it. Hey, Don't do that. The first it's positive the, thing. Being being someone that had the inability to move both of his shoulders at one point of his life. Mm-hmm. I know what it's like. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Like I literally like this empty cup would have been too heavy for me after my shoulder surgeries. You know what I'm saying? So I know what it's like for him to recover that fast. Like I, you know, I've, the rehab and all that shit is it takes a toll on you mentally and physically. I got you. Got to respect that. You know what I'm saying? So I'll I'll, I'll give him that. And since Kenny's not here, there's no proof yeah. of it. <laughs> right. You both heard that, right? We both heard this. Uh, we, we heard it. Yeah, I'm going to clear it. Votes. Okay, good. I wasn't alone. Hey, yo. What else happened on that? I'm sorry. That was, you, you have to live in those moments. Yeah. Uh, 
I'm trying to think what else happened. On that <laughs> Something one. else did happen. Yeah, what, what was it? <laughs> I just wish I could. The, um, Adam Cole, Adam Cole uh, pinned uh, Jungle Boy in the in the trios match that started the show with the Hardy Boys. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. the Hardy Bro- Brothers. You said Adam Hardy Cole? Brothers. Yes. Okay, cool. But the Hardy Brothers. They called the Hardy Brothers, not the Hardy Boys. I thought they yeah, were called the, the Hardys. Came out. Well, they they call them the Hardy Brothers. Oh. In AEW. Well, man, yeah. Call them whatever you want. They're the Hardy Boys. It's just if true. It makes, it's if it true. makes AEW feel better, they're the Hardy Boys. If you got Why their do they music, just do it? Why do they just call them the Hardy Boys with like an S instead of a Z? That way they can't get. It's true. Oh, the Hardy Men. Well, yeah, Hardy. Nah. <laughs> The Hardy Men's. <laughs> men's with a Z. No, 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 no. <laughs> the Hardy Men. Really? You, yo, they used to call Sting the Men Called Sting. They go the Men Called Hardy. Perfect. There you go. Hey yo. <laughs> hey, hey yo. You know that, You're fucking it all. That up. one is. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's it. There's somebody yo, out there shit. going. No. <laughs> We're making money for these people. Hand oh over God. fist. They're not even using it. Yeah. Oh, Adam Cole pinned Jungle Boy. Yeah, he yeah. pinned Jungle Boy to win the trios match. It was the it was the opening. So I don't know if that's if they're gonna try to keep going with Adam Cole versus Adam Page, or it looks kind of like they're gonna try to get Adam Cole to get the Young Bucks to face to, like to turn on Adam Page because they already said it's like if Adam Page is involved, we're not wrestling. Mm-hmm. And that might be a way to get Omega to come back and be like, yo, Cole, you stepping out of line right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like the Young Bucks right now, they're doing their thing. Uh, they're doing that. They had that little uh, promo with FTR. They're going to have yeah. a little pack, a, pro, a program with them. So maybe like after the fact, they'll they'll start doing that storyline and get Kenny Omega back. And I miss Kenny Omega, man. I'm not going to lie. Oh, yeah. There's rumors that FTR's new manager might be uh, Bret Hart. Bret Hart, yep. This is what I'm hearing, yeah. Because the Young Bucks said, oh, you can get a new manager that's the best there is or the best of all time, and, you know, it's still not going to help you. And my brother's like, oh, you saw that that slip right there? The best there is, the best there was, the best there ever was? Yeah, because they're, they're, they're both massive Bret Hart fan. Yeah. yeah so. Not totally I fans, mean, apparently. Huh? <laughs> Even though they're, they're more the they're more the fucking brain busters or you know four horsemen tag team type than the Heart Foundation. Well, absolutely. That, that, that's weird. I know I'm veering off a lot, but like that's what I was thinking about. Why? How? How does FTR have uh, firing? Uh, po- what is it called? Firing possibilities? Because they're part of the Pinnacle still, right? They ain't never got kicked out. Yeah. Okay. Nope. So isn't MJF the leader? Wouldn't MJF be the one to do the firing and the hiring? All right. I, I wonder I'm, if he's okay with one of the one of the <laughs> one of his dudes just getting fired by his, the tag team that he uh, that he just put in his uh, faction. I'm with you. But that's just I, me. I was. I, I swore to God, Dave, I thought the same thing. I was like, how can they fire Tully? Yeah, he literally bought them like what? Uh, what did he bought them? Shit, he bought them watches or something. <laughs> yeah, this and you're just gonna fire him. <laughs> but that that'd be a perfect fit, uh, dude. And I know FTR loves them. CM Punk loves them. And man, and, and, you know, not for nothing, he was the one. He was the guy that 
came out when he presented the AEW belt. First very double or nothing. Yeah. Yeah. So is it true? This is true. I think that's a right fit. <laughs> but also, he's kind of hey, if you look at Jake the Snake Roberts, Jake the Snake Roberts could cut a promo, but he can't really move that well. Bret Hart, his tendencies that he has that he'll like stumble and you see you see the effects of that the 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 stroke he had. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it's also like at yeah, what capacity is he gonna be in? Uh, wow! Because they don't take full advantage of their managers in AEW. I don't know if you guys noticed this. It's well, almost they, like the managers are just look at these legends that are outside in the ring now. Yeah, there's because Arn Anderson will do the playbook shit, and it's like, hold on, I don't see Arn Anderson as a coach. That was but, a like, Cody no, thing, man. It, yeah, Cody does that. But there's no real growth. There's no real growth when like FTR had when they came in and they wrestled the Young Bucks. They they changed they they changed nothing about their style when they added Tully Blanchard mm-hmm. to them to their their uh, stable. Now if they would have changed and had more of Tully Blanchard and R. Anderson dirty tactics and they were more serious and like more tough, they took all that antics out bullshit. They didn't speak. They just like they were straight out enforcers. That's a perfect. I get point. it. What. There was no growth. Like, remember when Arn Anderson was outside of Cody's home with a, a fucking barrel that homeless people use in Chicago streets <laughs> over here for some reason? Yeah. And he's like, yeah. and he's like, this tie, this pink tie, you ain't gonna need this anymore, right? Throws it in the fire, and then he's like, we're gonna, we're gonna, like, you would think that's like a complete change of what, uh what Cody was was and he was going to change over and be this badass dude or like a heel and yep. there was no payoff to that he he ended up leaving the company and then you got like you said um FTR and then you got Jake the Snake with uh Lance Archer i think the only person the only manager now that is actually showing growth with some of the people that he manages is and whether you like him or not, is Dan Lambert. Yeah. I mean, Scorpio Sky just won the TNT championship with him as manager. So this is true. Paige got Sad a contract. Well, the, the the growth with that is that he's got Scorpio Sky on TV now. Mm-hmm. You know, because right. when Scorpio Sky was with the SoCal Val t- team, you know, what, what, what were they? What? Oh, SCU. Uh, SCU. When he was with them, he was on TV all the time. They were tag team champions. Once he stopped that, he was the face of the revolution of the sit down. Like, like what? he, like no, the no. revolution, the revolution of the go sit down and let the new guys wrestle. But they That's protected you know him for that 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 amount of time that he that he wasn't wrestling or whatever. You know, the amount of time he didn't go for after the championship, he won every match. So. It's not like he did nothing the whole time. Yeah, but he was a fixture on dark. Right. The house shows. <laughs> I mean, granted, dark might be a good program to watch. I don't watch it. Okay. And I'm pretty sure a lot of people don't watch it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like if you're not on that dynamite or rampage, you're not doing nothing. Mm-hmm. You said. <laughs> Well, this is also the man that said that uh, Keith Lee sounds too smart. Yeah, that's true. I don't want to be associated with that shit. <laughs> this is fucking Keith Lee. You can't sound 
too smart. Yeah, you you sound too smart for your own good. What the fuck does that mean? I, for the life of me, I can never understand. Like, if Keith Lee was going undercover as a high school student, then yeah, I get it. You sound too smart. I want want him to make it make sense (laughs) because he articulates what he says. He doesn't mumble his words. I guess he just sounds too smart. Maybe for his own good. Maybe Keith Lee's just a smart man. I like what Gigi said though. Uh, yeah, William Regal is is exactly like he is the most important fucking signee they've had hmm. in a in a long time, and he'll be yeah. he's a great. I mean, he was a great general manager. He's going to be a great manager for uh, if they end up doing this faction thing. I think he he leg- like he brings a lot of legitimacy to any place he's at. Because of his history and everything like that, you know what I mean. Yeah. So yeah, you right away you go. That stable's respectable because William Regal's there. I, I I get it, and that makes sense. But if Gunther Uter is gonna be on their, their their team, he needs a complete overhaul. He needs a complete overhaul. And Wheeler Uter, I know, I, I okay. said it on purpose. He needs a complete what? overhaal. But that's the point. What do you mean by that? You're gonna you build know, these. You're like, gonna take these new guys and build them from the ground up. You know, you know why? Because in in all actuality, Jericho is doing what William, what Daniel Bryan, and and John Moxie said they're gonna do. Jericho's been doing that since day one. Wait a minute, can I, can I ask you a question? Why yes, I call say, him Daniel Bryan. Why did you say it like this? Why did you, why did you say it like because because they're doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because you know they they're gonna do what they, what they want to do. They want to build up the talent. Yeah, that's. That's what they want to do. All right, got it. You know what I'm saying? Because Jericho bring in Santana and Ortiz yes, and Sammy Guevara. And, you know, as much as we want to say that they haven't been on TV, they've been the main characters for almost a year. Mm-hmm. And now he got 2.0. Completely overhauled them. Look at their real names. These guys are not jokes. And also, as much as they, they wanted to tell you that Daniel Garcia is important, I just made him important. By Daniel Garcia going, I am a sports entertainer, they made him relevant now. Just by standing out there saying that. Because he was a good wrestler, and him versus Daniel Bryan and all other shit, those are good matches. And on paper, that's what we want to see. We want to see good matches. Now he has a story to him. Mm-hmm. Now he has a reason for being out there with Jericho. I agree with Willa that. Will goes out there and, and, and teams up with, with Moxie and Daniel Bryan. At most, I see him doing right now is I'm going to stand in the corner and look like a tough guy. Wheeler Yuta? What are they... What? Are they, yeah, with, with Moxie and, and Daniel Bryan, what are they going to do with him? They're going to change his whole character? I, like, they would have had a better... Yeah. Chance, they would have had a better chance of doing that with Orange Cassidy. Regal will. Yeah. But he's going to he's gonna be the, the... I'm not talking tough guy that's just going to wrestle. And then, I, what, you're going to chain wrestle? First and foremost... Like, okay, okay, I, I, I get it. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know what. But this, know what but this is, but this is the product they're showing me, because Moxley was the killer that can hurt you in so many ways, and then the tag match he's chain wrestling. You have your technical, you have your uh, badass death match guy if you need it, and you got your high flyer Wheeler Yuta. And both the 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 death match guy and the technical guy wrestled technically, and not for nothing the other Wheeler Yuta's partner I forgot his name. Don't get me wrong. And that tag match was actually holding his own. 
He was impressing me more than than Gunther Yuta. Well, the point is that's. I thought Yuta. Yuta. I said Yuta. Uh, what they're doing with both, <laughs> with both with both Mox and Danielson are doing is putting over. They put over that cat that made him look great. In a sense, they're doing exactly what they said they're doing. Yeah. You said that you said that that guy was impressing you, right? His tag team partner. His tag team partner. Will right? you tag team question, partner? Yeah. How does that happen without the without them two doing what they need to do to make them look good? They're mm-hmm. literally doing what they're saying it, they're doing, bro. But then they're holding Wheeler back. If they want to say that Wheeler's a good wrestler, then why would they make him? Here's the thing: is in order to build to build up Wheeler the way they intend to, they got to make him look a certain way. It's like anything yeah. else. You do any any other storyline, bro. You break somebody down. You build them back up. Anything. So the other dude looks great. And then that's why Wheeler turned around and came back. Because he was the same thing I was talking about with the Wardlow. He's questioning himself. He come back then he was like, yo, hold up, wait a minute. I can't believe that match went that way. And he left the best friends, his crew, and came back in to pretty much just join them. You know what I mean? It's it's not doing it like Jericho, because Jericho does his shit his way. He's doing it a different way, a different stable. You know what I mean? I, I These guys you, are I not sports you. entertainers on this side. They're professional wrestlers. Those guys over there are sports entertainers. So you, like I said, you have two different ends of the spectrum there. That's what you got. You got this side here, building pro wrestlers. You know what I mean? What kind of character they're going to no, build? Listen. I have no idea. Over here, you, you have Jericho with his long-winded, whatever the fuck he said, because I really wasn't paying attention. Because once I heard the name, I was like, Fuck all of this. And you know what? He was just, he was just explaining why these no, people I appreciate it. I, I understand that. But yeah. once I heard the name, I go, first of all, his name is long and stupid and fuck this. But I'm a Jericho fan, so I'll, I I never doubt Jericho. But, Ever. But here's, here's the thing, though, right? Mm-hmm. So we got we got uh, William Regal, mm-hmm. who literally stands there like, I'm going to fuck you up. And it's believable. Mm-hmm. He has the, I will fuck up anybody in this building look. And it's believable. 100%. Yes. Moxley... When he's not wrestling, looks like he's been possessed by the fucking um, Hakeem the Dream. You know what I'm saying? By by the fucking, yeah, the African Dream. All this bullshit. You know, like when he walks and he's like, he's he's like a demon's trying to come out of him. I don't know if that's what he's portraying, but that's what I see. Mm -hmm. And Daniel Bryan is literally like, look at what I learned in WWE. This is what I'm getting. Like, I've learned how to be a bad guy now. But besides the point. Where is Wheeler gonna fit in this? We don't know yet. Is he yeah. gonna is he gonna be hopping down the ring because I'm the high flyer? We have, we have no idea. We have is to he gonna be this? What they do with him? I'm, I'm yeah, tense. I can't. Can, here's a question: be, What has Daniel Garcia shown you from, from that thing that happened with Jericho? What did What did he show you? What did 2.0 show you? What did Jake Hager show you? In that in that yeah, in that, that uh, what promo, did they, what did they show you? Most guys? of these guys in that promo. In that promo, yeah, in the promo. What did they show you? What 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 uh, Danny Garcia showed me was that I'm willing mm-hmm. to be a professional wrestler to get where I want to be at. I, he was like, I was a professional wrestler. I was challenging CM Punk. Daniel, I was challenging all these people to show that I'm a better wrestler than you. It's got me nowhere. Now I'm a sports entertainer. It's gonna take me to the top. Okay, so that's one way you of doing that, it, right? You, no, but you see, but you see the the the, the versus the, versus the, versus the, um, Daniel Garcia versus yeah, Anthony. He had either. off of that. Like, I would believe Daniel Garcia will mop the floor with, with Wheeler. Wheeler Yuta didn't have to do, do uh, you know, he so, didn't even ha- have a chance to say anything. 
So at least Daniel Garcia had a chance. But I feel like what the way we're talking about it is that we're talking about these people like, uh, you know, Har- um, sorry, Hardy's, Brian Danielson, John Moxley, Rium Regal. These all these guys have already established themselves as, you know, who they are. We don't know who Wheeler Hewitt is because he's barely on. But I'm, I think what we're saying is like give him a chance to see what he can be. Honestly. At the end of the day, his character, everything that involves, if he does end up joining, it's on him. He's got to. He's got to show us. No, no, I, I, I get that. I, I get it. It's just what I'm saying is like, the, I'm not feeling the vibes. Okay. Of them actually helping this dude out. Yeah, but see, I, I think well, I like, mean, what's happening a lot is happened, the sports though. entertainment side of it is like. There's a lot of talk on one side, and the other side is not the way they're rolling. Like I said, we have no idea what they're going to do with Wheeler and how it's going to go over the next couple of weeks. We have no idea. All Jericho did was cut a promo with these guys, and who says it doesn't? She doesn't fail two weeks from now. We have no idea what Wheeler's going to is going to do either. We have to. It's a lovely progress. I understand you're not feeling it, and it might be for something about Jericho to Regal. You're not. I know you're not a fan of Mox or. Danielson really, but at least Regal, you can you know what Regal can do. But uh, all right, there's too many chefs in that kitchen there. If okay. if Regal if Regal came out for for Wheeler Yuta mm-hmm. and did all that shit and was like, yo, I want to awaken you, type shit. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. You know, like I get it. Yeah. Because, but it's like you have three legends, and then this guy comes in. Mm-hmm. It's almost like the Forbidden Kingdom. You can't have two masters. Oh, but th- th- that's the thing is you have pretty much – it's not like any dojo. You have the head guy, right? And yet you have trainers. You have the coach, then you have trainers. It's like any gym. You have the coach, a coach, but he no. tells you, yo. That's you like can, saying that evolution that's like, couldn't that's work. Like any, that's like an right? Like you have a Muay Thai coach. You have a boxing coach. You have a jiu-jitsu coach. But you have a head coach. There is one guy like Greg Jackson that puts it all together. Think about it. Think about it that way. Like an MMA camp, you have one head coach, you know. Yeah. And then you have the guys that teach other stuff, jujitsu, Muay Thai, boxing. Got to look at it that way. I I hear you. Do you know what I'm saying? I understand that. No, I get it. I get yeah. it. But to go what Dave said, evolution worked because you had the past, the future, the present, and the muscle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There, there wasn't a lot of shit. It was we knew Triple H was the guy. Mm-hmm. Ric Flair was was the guy that was that was the the consigliere to Triple H. Mm-hmm. Randy Orton was the guy that was supposed to be his successor, and Batista took care of the business. Mm-hmm. Everyone had their place. Yeah. So William Regal is the badass. Moxie's the the badass, and Daniel Bryan is the tech is the perfect technical wrestler. Mm-hmm. Where does Wheeler you to fit in this? We don't know yet. He's gonna get. He's, he's gonna he's be trained. Randy come Orton. up with his character. You see, the thing is, everybody loves to fit everything into a trope, right? Hager's a muscle. You have your tag team, and you Garcia's. I guess the future, or whatever. It doesn't always have to be the exact same formula. It doesn't have to be. It I'm not. I'm not asking for him well, to I get know, muscle. I know what you're saying, but I'm saying this. We yeah. have to wait and see. I have no idea what Wheeler's gonna be. Like I said, yeah, we don't know even if that. We still got more names on that list. Off circle is going to get. Sorry, go ahead, Dave. 
No, I, we even got, I mean, we got more names on that list too, besides just yeah. Wheeler, Yuta, like Lee Moriarty. I mean, and Daniel Garcia is one of them too. Daniel is one of the, yeah. one of the names he said. I, th- that's the thing about the younger guys. You can mold them to be how, however you want. That's why Wheeler, Yuta, you know, he hasn't had it really established himself yet. He's a best friend, but what does that really mean? So I think that- I, I I understand and 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 late not for none like what you're saying makes perfect sense. But instead of for them being a faction and bringing you will of uterine, I think they should be on some yo dude. We're gonna test you and you're gonna and we're gonna push you to your limits to make you better. And that way you can stand strong enough. You don't have to be with the best friends. Yeah, but that's, that's, your, your, think, your potential is not like slapping because the face. in a faction. But like in a faction. Like in a faction, you know what I'm saying? Like I think Willa Yuta would be overshined because I don't see Daniel Bryan and Moxie taking a backseat to this kid. No, of course. But if no, they went, if they went person by person, like you're you're the one that we want to unleash somebody with you, sink or swim. And now that we've we unleashed the next level of you, go do something with it. I can understand that. But like but a faction with these with Lee Moriarty is like it's like Team Taz. You know what I'm saying? Like Hobbs ain't doing shit. He just he just had a ladder match for uh... with Ricky Starks, but he's losing the, he's losing Orange Cassidy every chance we get. And then he's got a match with Keith Lee coming up. Mm-hmm. Does he? I thought Keith Lee had a match with somebody else on Rampage. Because they keep telling so. him, don't don't show up on Rampage or we're going to kick your ass again. It's like, my man has a match on Rampage. It's not like he just walks up in there. But <laughs> but, but, you, but you know what I'm saying, though? No, I understand. I completely understand what you're saying. Is I'm, My whole thing is, we got to wait and see. I don't know what Wheeler's going to be. I don't know what, what... I have no idea what this faction or stable is going to be, or maybe it could be what you said. I'm saying they train these guys to get the hard edge to be better. And like, yo, you don't have to stand with nobody. You'd be good. You know what I mean? Yeah. You won't have to. You won't need the best friends or or for, for like Dante, uh, Dante Martin. Like, you won't need your brother. You know what I mean? You'll be fine on your own. You know what I'm saying? And Daniel Garcia, you don't need to appreciate anybody but yourself. That's I think right. Darius I is going to be buddy. the sleeper. Rigo, you're welcome. Right. Yeah. Okay. So it's, a, it's all a matter of time, man. You know what I mean? You just got to. Wait and see. Just have Willie you to come out with black tights and black boots. You got to earn your knee pads and your duck and your wrist tape. That would be the great young boy dojo thing. I would love to see that because that's exactly how it's done. You know, in Japan, in Japan yeah. Yeah. you you don't have a cat. You develop everything. You earn everything. One match at a time. You know what I mean? That would be dope. Like everybody, they get like three guys and everybody starts at zero. Yeah, it's yeah. almost like tough enough, but it's it's actually on wrestling. Actually, yeah, and the guys that you have are already wrestlers. You know, they're yeah, like, you don't have a finishing move. Yeah. You don't have jack shit. Yeah, you don't have to call them young boys or anything. You come up with another name. Pretty sure Rico has a name, or you know, it would it would be interesting. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like I say, you got to, it's like it's like a MMA camp. You know what I mean? Somebody's teaching you something different, and then there's somebody directing everybody else. You know what I mean, I would honestly, I, the way I would do it is honestly like the like the Japanese dojos, or maybe like a like a boxing camp or something like that. You know what I mean? That's what I would do. But you know, we shall see. Mm. 
Who do you think, Dave? I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying. I think that slap pretty much planted the seed on what we may or may not, uh, you know, see. Like they had one match together. I don't think that's, you know, I don't. We don't even know if he's going to join them. That was a bigger. I was a, the bigger thing to me was that he left the best friends and went back in the ring even after the match. Like he was walking up the ramp, and then he said, "Wait, hold up." And just slid back in there. So it should be interesting. I can't wait to see it. I mean, the fact I, I the fact that we're even talking about Wheeler Yuta right now is kind of is kind of a big deal. Yeah. 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 I Man. never thought uh, come March I'm talking about Wheeler at all. Yeah. Yeah. But oh yeah, that's another thing I wanted to mention. Uh, you uh, when you mentioned the top flight, right? Mm-hmm. I think Darius Martin is going to be right, the, the guy that you uh, you look out for. Really, his brother. Yeah, because as much as I like Dante and I think he's talented, his brother is equally as talented, and he can also cut a promo. Dante Martin can't cut a promo. Yeah, I mean, the first can. time I seen him, I was like. I don't see you being on the mic that that much. No, no. Yeah, and I know if you saw his matches, it always looked like he's about to take a shit, and then like as he's taking a shit, he screams. Like that's what he looks like. <laughs> you know that that's another thing when um, I was gonna call him Elix Skipper when uh, Mister Retire <laughs> when Mister Retired was was managing Dante Moore. You didn't see a growth in Dante Moore neither. Mr. But you did see him coaching. Oh, him. Uh, um, Rush. yeah the the gloat the 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 man of the what what was he? Moth. What was this shit? The man of the, the hour. Of the the hour. moth. Yeah, the, the moth. <laughs> I'm gonna use that. That's funny. You know, like you saw him coaching him at least while he was wrestling, but you didn't see any growth in in Dante's character. Yeah, he he was better off by himself there. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hundred percent. Even, even when he tried that Team Taz thing, I was like, the only person that's grown from Team Taz is Hook. Yeah, and that's because he's not even a part of Team Taz. He's just walking out, beating the shit out of people and leaving. Yep. His father's not even there. Like, yeah. It, it, it's I'm not going to lie, though. Hook does have this char- charisma to him. By not doing anything. He just has it. He's just, just a yeah, badass. Just yeah. by... Yeah, by walking out with the little look and all that other shit and the, the, the aura that he gives and doing the moves cleanly, not doing more than he can, mm-hmm. just doing enough at the time, and then and then leaving, I can see that. Like, all right, this dude has something. Let's hope they don't fuck it up. Yo, they did the same. You know? he's, been, he's doing the same thing even after the shows where Tony Khan will come out and go, all right, let's send Hook. And Hook, he'll just come out with a bag of chips and he'll offer Tony Khan a bag of chips. And Tony Khan will go, no, I'm good. And then he just goes, oh, okay. And he just walks back to the, walks back to the back. Like he just comes <laughs> and goes, doesn't say a word. It's fucking awesome. Like they need and more. Awesome. Yeah, and I, I don't know. Was Taz really known for talking either, or was he known just no. to come in that, and beat when, ass? When Taz that, was in ECW, he had he had like lines, but he wasn't exactly. He wasn't. He was, he wasn't he was with Bill Alfonso or Jake the Snake. You know, he wasn't cutting like the great promos. He was with Bill Alfonso. Yeah, that that too. Bill that Bill too. Alfonso cut the promos. 
and at the end of it, beat me if you can, survive if I let you. That's what, all Taz said. Bell Alfonso, is that the referee? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Right Blue whistle. Yep. Yep. yep, yep. And he was with Rob Van Dam and Sabu after Taz. Yep. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Like, so, like father, know. like son, man. Apparently. Yep. But like I said, you don't need to talk sometimes to be impactful. You know, like like Brock doesn't Brock doesn't need to talk, <laughs> but they give him the mic anyway. Yeah, and it's funny because when it was Brock and Lashley, I was like, yo, why does Lashley and Brock have mics? You have MVP and Paul Heyman there. Yeah. This is what they, these guys are known for this. I'd be like, I would have been on some, this is not my thing. You can do it. But, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm make it personal. Yeah. Like, if you're going to have Bobby Lashley speak to Brock, make, yo, go out there and tell the truth. Mm-hmm. Tell him how you feel. Like, yo, bro, I've, I've been in this company when you're here. You want to know peace of me. I went to MMA for you. You want to know peace of me. I came back for you. And it took fucking three years to get this shot. I'm going to whoop your ass, son. I've been waiting for this. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that would have been something. You know, like have it real. You know, have it real. That one little, one little promo, and the rest could be Paul Heyman and MVP. You know? Yeah, agree. All right, Dave. Uh, you want to say one last thing before you head out? Or um, uh, I don't. I really have nothing to say. <laughs> <laughs> no one has the. No one has the speeches That's awesome. ready. <laughs> I have nothing to say. It's it. I'm good. Yeah, I, I, I guess that's <laughs> it for me, guys. Um, <laughs> Till next time. You know what it is. I'll talk to you guys later, though. This is fun. Yo, what's up, bro? Yo, 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 um, yo, put your promote your channel, bro. Yeah, yeah, promote yourself. Oh, yeah, you guys can find me at uh, the Pro Wrestling Podcast on YouTube. Just search Pro Wrestling Podcast. Actually, don't do that because every time I try to look for myself, I can't find it. Uh, Just go to my Instagram page. Um, (laughs) That's at the Pro Wrestling Podcast. Uh, You can go to my link tree and it has my YouTube ready to go for you there. Post a lot of content on Instagram. I'm sometimes on Twitter. I'll just retweet a lot of shit. You guys can follow me on Twitter at the PW Pod, and that's it. That's all I have. I don't have Facebook or Twitch or something like that. But yeah, I would appreciate and it, guys. His link tree is in the chat. Boom. Oh, there you go. I just yep. put, I just put it in the chat right there for you. Thanks, Toe. There you go. Yeah. So uh, go check him out. You're returning this week, which are in my opinion, right? Or next week, yes. you're returning. Yes, I am. I'm coming back. Um. Uh, there will be a video that will come out on the Instagram. Uh, hopefully, everybody likes it. I like doing those kind of things whenever uh, an event starts coming around. So, so. hey man, you, you're a fucking master at those videos, bro. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Those, those are money, man. I yeah, appreciate man. it. But I'm out of here, guys. You guys have a good rest of your stream. Sorry, show couldn't show, but that's it. All right, peace. <laughs> All right, brother. Appreciate you stopping by, man. Ladies, bro. Yeah, man. But yeah, you know, but not for nothing. We're talking more about AEW than we are WWE. Absolutely, because WWE ain't have shit. I mean, I'm I, I mean, Raw Raw's ass for out. Listen, I don't like Brock, but Raw's ass for out him or or a, champion. a lot of people. Yeah, champion. It's just like it's yeah. it's not interesting at all. 
You know what I mean? And apparently I've read some more that after Mania, that every everybody's going to be on Raw and everybody's going to be on SmackDown. But that's what it takes for them to be on there after Mania. So it's another yeah. two weeks of just ass. I mean, come on, man. You really want me to start keep watching your product and all you're presenting is ass? Yeah. And not, not even like good ass, just ass. Yeah, you know I mean? they had AJ Styles beat Damian Priest non-title, uh-huh. then lose to him by roll-up for the championship, and now AJ Styles is wrestling Edge. Like, yeah, it yeah. could have been done a little bit better than he's wrestling the bad guy from Men in Black Three. Yeah, I don't understand is with the Undertaker light. I don't know what the hell is going on. He has new music. I am so confused. I was like, when did AJ Styles sign up to wrestle? Uh, an entity or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I tell him this one, though. He has a great, like a great smoking jacket. Kind of looks like Sado Noomspot from The Golden Child. I really dated myself <laughs> there, but he really has a like a great yeah. smoking jacket. Looks nice. But I don't understand what's going on. I, I don't know where that, I don't know how this took a left. Yeah. To a place I was not fucking ready for. Yep. I mean, his, his entrance music is dope. It just doesn't suit him. It doesn't yep. suit him at all. Yep. Yep. And then Logan Paul has something to do with this stuff. He's gonna be on WrestleMania, Logan Paul, apparently. Yeah, versus the Mysterios. Him and him and the Miz versus Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio. Uh because Okay, I can't do without that. Yeah, I I would rather Ray, you know, wrestle Damian Priest. I would rather Ray wrestle um Escobar from Think. I mean, yeah, that would be that would be dope, Cause, but because they showed up on NXT, Dominic and Thing and Ray, because Escobar said he was the greatest luchador of all time, and Ray was like, <laughs> Ray showed up like, fight. <laughs> <Ray, laughs> <"Fight." laughs> Dominic was like, no, this is the greatest luchador of all time. I was like, yeah, for real, I have to agree with that. And it's funny because the two guys behind them, his boys, were like, yo, look, it's Ray Mysterio, it's Ray Mysterio, yo, that's Ray Mysterio, and he was like, yeah, enough. <laughs> And I'm like, I would do that too. It's right. Word. Word. <laughs> Yo, shit. Ray's, I don't know how old Ray's, but he can still do most of the shit he used to do. So I don't know. And he's him. been wrestling since he was 16. I I don't I think Ray's in his 40s also. Possibly, man. Let me see. I'm gonna I'm about to <laughs> he's 47 years old. Jesus. 47 years old, wrestling since he was 16. That's 31 years, right? Mm-hmm. 31 years of wrestling, still doing the luchador style. Absolutely, yeah. So, yeah, you know what I mean? I'd rather something interesting like that instead of a fucking a piece of shit celebrity. Yeah, yeah. You know, but, you know, that's that's what McMahon wants. So we get some off. Yeah, you know, uh, speaking of Raw, my brother made the comment because he was watching Dynamite, you know, right before the podcast started, like I mentioned. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yo, we're an hour into this show. And it seems like there's so much more that's going to happen when Raw's three hours and literally nothing happens. Absolutely. And I'm like, yeah, Absolutely. that's crazy. Absolutely. Yeah. It's almost like AEW can go another hour. Mm-hmm. But at that point, it might be like, all right, yo, <laughs> this is... You know, three hours of straight hardcore wrestling. We're pushing it. Every week. Yeah, You're yeah. You're pushing it. You're pushing it. But I mean, yeah. 
with the roster they, they have, they can get away with it. Like it's a whole other hour, you can promote. You should be able to promote at least six to eight people. You know, if you do it yeah. right, if you include a trios match or a tag team or include uh, new people and get another title that's not the TNT, you get like a, a something like an unlimited title or like a cruiserweight title or something like that and name it something else. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You could possibly do that. It's not hard, okay. but, you know, I mean, like I said, it's, everybody forgets still a young company. You know what I mean? Lee versus Matt Caster is set for this Friday, but uh, he's in the storyline with Hobbs and Ricky. Yo, Kenny might be a little delayed, but appreciate that. Yeah. I'm saying. But yeah, definitely. Um, They definitely could, though. They wanted to put, to make Rampage three hours and have the same, pretty much what they do with the other two. I don't have no problem with it. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, the way WWE gets gets away with doing three hours is they have about an hour and a half of promos. And, and and then another and then forty-five have, minutes of commercials. A half an hour of um of of thing. What is it called? Um uh not retakes, like rebounds and shit. Like um Yeah, the the recaps. The recaps, there you go. That's the one. The recaps. They have like a half an hour of that. Like you yep. have to show me that Brock and Roman are gonna have a match at Mania. Even though you started this with letting me know that Brock and Roman can have a mania. But before this Pizza Hut commercial, guess what? Brock and Brock and Roman having a wrestling. I get it, bro. Yep. They're having a match. I, I understand. Yep. That's that's the headline. I don't need to be reminded. Word. I want to know what how you're gonna fill out the card. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yo, Kenny, you're not you wasn't delayed by that much. Maybe like 10 minutes, right. some shit, but but no, but you're right. It, it's like Raw goes, all right, this is what we had in mind for everything. Yo, there's still two hours left. Fuck. Show them what happened on MSG. Yeah. Two weeks ago. Show them. For what? Then we're gonna go into SmackDown. What happened on SmackDown? Show them. What, what? We're gonna show them what happened on Raw after that. Wait, what? Absolutely. Now Kevin Owens is in the ring. What's Kevin Owens gotta say? I'm gonna challenge Austin. Austin accepts the challenge. I got an idea. Seth Rollins is gonna challenge Austin if he can beat Kevin Owens. I honestly believe back in the day, Austin was like, I don't give a shit which one of you, both of you, come down to the ring. I'm gonna stun them both. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. He goes, instead of you two running your mealy mouths, come to the ring and I'll take care of this. Yeah. That's exactly what we would have said. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> I, I honestly, like, I have no idea what they're going to do with Rollins. I don't know if Cody Rhodes is actually going to show up. And I really, honestly, I don't give a shit about Cody at this point. Yeah. It's, I don't it's, it's been a consistent Cody, Cody, Cody. I was like, yo, let's move past this prick and let's just keep hustling and see what's about to happen. You know what I mean? Yeah, and see what's gonna happen, but now nah, you're just like, I mean, like I said, man, I can't, I can't get excited for a man that built another company because he would never get a shot at this one to prove that that pro wrestling actually exists, and I'm a pro wrestler, mm-hmm. and then go back to the company once these people were like, well, you know, we can't give you money. And he pulled the, he, like, he pulled the Kevin Durant, yeah, he joined a team that whoop your ass. Yeah, it's, it's it's like, come on, bro. Like, look what you did. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I look what it, I can understand if AEW went out of business mm-hmm. and it just didn't work, and you came back. Mm-hmm. I get it. But you're they, like they're in the precipice. They're they're about to hit their 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 prime. Like they they're they're moving up AEW. Absolutely. They, they're being they're being a legitimate threat to WWE. 
I completely agree. And and you leave like you're doing the 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 biggest show on earth. You're doing the Crossroads TV show that just got piloted for another season of whatever mm-hmm. fucking case, cases. And AEW. Mm-hmm. Like, you're, you're the vice president of the shit. Like, how much more shit do you need, bro? Let's talk about Cody showing up at Mania very much how the Hardy Boys showed up. You know, shit, you, know, they just, it, you know, it's funny what I don't care anymore. Yeah. I would prefer we I, just show up Monday night. That's, I think that's what Kenny was saying. Yeah, I'm with Kenny. I'm I would, 100%. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I would, I was thinking that Kenny said it. I was like, I could, I would prefer that. Because I don't, he shows up to Mania. I'm not going to be hyped about it. I'm not going to care. You know what I mean? And usually when yeah. we show up the, the next, that Monday, you get bigger pop than anything else. That's when people are like, oh, okay. Okay. Because so, the real wrestling fans go there. Yeah. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, um, like I said, I couldn't care less about Cody. I, I cared even less about Brandy. So we'll see what happens there. And like I said, yeah. I have no idea how the, the card is filled out so far. I don't know what matches are happening. I know Barack and Roman is because that's all we get reminded of. Yeah. On that KO is going to have a talk show with, with Austin. Yeah. That's and uh, apparently now there's a triple threat tag team women's match. Selena Vega and Carmella, which are the women's tag team champions, versus Naomi and Sasha Banks, who won the title shot by standing in the ring together. Got it. And they used to be in Team Bad, so, mm-hmm. you know, no more contenders, obviously. Mm-hmm. And um, Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley, their first night together, beat the tag team champions, not for the titles, but for a chance to a wrestle for match. the titles. Yeah. Alright. Yeah, that's shaping up to be crap. It all happened within a week. That's gonna be some hardcore yeah. crap. Yep. Jeez. And um and and Dewdrop lost for the eighty seventh time against Bianca Belair. Mm-hmm. And Bianca Belair is still the number one contender for the women's championship at WrestleMania, but I believe she has to beat Dewdrop seven more times before she can actually claim that's the cool. number she one contender. Qualify. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It's March Madness. She got to go from the the first round to the to the championship, beating Dewdrop along the way. Got it. Because because yeah, yeah. it's it's not getting old that we see you know Bianca Belair TKO and Dewdrop every week. Yeah, that's and not getting old at all. Is uh, is the the IC or the United Championship being defended on in Mania? No, I don't think so. They they might do a a Dame, the Damien versus the Demon. Or the Damien versus the Prince at Mania because I don't know. But I don't think Ricochet is a legitimate Intercontinental Champion, so I don't think he could defend the title at WrestleMania. He has to win a qualifiers match to defend his title. Because right now it's just about it's just to hold up his pants. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, it's funny with Ricochet, you would think the you would have a ladder match. That's right? that's literally the man is built for it. Seriously. You would have and to. not for nothing, when they got rid of the, the money in the bank at WrestleMania, the Intercontinental title was the ladder match. Absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. But, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Should be interesting. Mania is looking like ass, and it's a two-night event. 
Yeah. Like, we're getting both weeks away. It's two weeks away, right? I believe so. I believe so. Two weeks away, and you're going to build two nights worth of cards in two weeks. Can't wait to see this shit. It's going to be a shit show. April 2nd, and that is in two weeks. No, it's going to be a shit show. Yeah. Wow. We're getting, we're getting both cheeks of that ass. Mm-hmm. The left one on Saturday and the right one on Sunday. Now, it depends if we're getting the Vince McMahon kiss my ass cheeks or mm-hmm. we're getting uh, <laughs> the bra and panties cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it's going to be hella interesting to see how they fill up the card in that little amount of time. Yeah. I mean, one Word. of the matches that was supposed to happen was supposed to be the New Day versus the Creaky Blinders. Yeah. Oh, the the the. They would have been better off as the Celtic Warriors or some shit, but Sheamus and Sheamus Butch and Ducity. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever the fuck the other guy's name is. Uh, um, Rich Holly. Harold Burnett. Yeah. So it's it's them versus it was gonna be them versus the New Day. But then they decided to break Biggie's neck. Yeah. And isn't isn't King Woods out? No, he's coming back. Oh, okay. He's okay. been he's been doing house shows. That was a thing. Oh, that, okay. Like he was gonna come out. I I believe this this SmackDown. Like they were getting jumped, and he comes out and back, and you know backs up New Day, and they become the New Day again. Mm. Yeah. But then they had to go break Biggie's neck. Yeah. yeah. You know, not for nothing. As as sad as this may sound, I thought Biggie was gonna break his neck doing that fucking dive Me through the ropes. Yo, when I, when I first saw that, I was like, "Finally happened! It finally happened!" Yeah, it just That's it just didn't happen the way we expected it to. Then I saw it. I was like, "Oh, I was I was wrong. <laughs> I'm <laughs> way off. I'm like Samsonite, way off." <laughs> Word, yo. But, well, but that I mean, looked we're, bad. We're going to see. We're going to see. I, I just want to. I'm really, really, really interested to see two nights of WrestleMania get booked in two weeks. Yeah. I am. I'm actually more hyped to see the bullshit they come up with than Mania itself. And out there, call me <laughs> pessimistic. Call me whatever the fuck you want. But you know, deep down inside, you want to see how they fill up the rest of this card. You're oh, yeah. dying to find out the bullshit they're going to do. They're probably going to have a match that happened in NXT. And they go, for the first time in 12 years, mm-hmm. these guys are going to wrestle. It's like, they wrestled last week in NXT. What are you talking about? Absolutely. And remember this. Ziggler is the NXT champion. Well, he's probably going to be in the kickoff show defending his title against Braun Breaker. Possibly. I have a feeling. I, I, I cannot. I, you know, it's funny. I can't doubt that. I can never put it past him to do that shit. And then you have Ray and his son go down to NXT. You know what I'm saying? And apparently yeah. more people are, are like planned to go down there more frequently. And the next thing you know, um, uh, Butch is going to be the United States champion. I mean, oh, the, yeah, Ameri- yeah. the North American champion. I apologize. Yeah. You know, even though he didn't win it while he was there. He's Butch now. Oh, he's Butch. Butch can definitely win it. Yeah, yeah Butch is All-American. Absolutely. Butch is a... The, the, the Peaky Blinder has to win it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know how long it took them to find those pants from the 20s? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Shit, he better be the United States champion. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. But uh, it's, it's, I'm, 
And it's funny, that's what I'm looking forward to now. See the, the build <laughs> to the bullshit. I am so hyped now. I'm happy I, I thought of this and it, it came to me. I'm so happy that they decided to fill this shit up mad late. You know what I'm saying? That's that's literally this is literally like a UFC card or boxing card, and you literally wait um like a week before it's about to come out. Yo, we gotta fill up these matches. Um we have to we have to do the promos. What are we what are we doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like the Mayweather card. It's like who's fighting? I don't know. No. And then it's all the Mayweather's boys. It's like they're the only ones that can make it within I, a week of oh notice. Oh my god, man! I'm dying <laughs> to see that. Because honestly, if you look at the storylines they have going on, right? It's not a lot of them. And if it is a storyline, yeah. it's revolving around the same people, like we always said. You have a new IC yep. champion. You have a new United States champion. That by itself should build something. That should get some creative. Juices flowing, but no, no, nope. Instantly, it should have been Ballard versus Damian Priest. Instantly, I'm not saying yeah. anybody wants it, but instantly, that should have been. He goes, "You want to fight me? You do it at Mania, because you got to point to the stupid sign. Everybody yep. points to the sign. You're playing it in Ricochet. Literally, had you not fired, has his already not left. You could have had him in a ladder match. Ricochet is already in a ladder yeah. match. I'm all about that." Yo, you know what's crazy? Like this week on Raw, the Damien attacked Finn Balor. Now imagine next week on Raw, he comes out with like a little bit of face paint, like almost like a crow type shit. Like, you know, like a demonic motherfucker. And this is the Damien guy coming out and he's beating people up. And he hurt Finn Balor, right? Finn Balor, we don't know if he's going to make it to Mania. Mm -hmm. And he challenges Finn and he walks out on Mania and the demon comes out. Now it's the demon versus the Damien. Mm -hmm. Like I think that would be a good dynamic. I'm with it. But you know, they're gonna they're probably gonna do that shit the Friday on the Raw recap. They're just gonna throw that in there. Like, you guys missed it after Raw went off the air. Absolutely. The WWE WWE.com exclusive. <laughs> go to go to our Twitch. What? <laughs> yeah. You have a Twitch? <laughs> watch us on TikTok. <laughs> the 30 seconds. Go go to you the see them in the back. You'll catch it on the bump. Yeah, motherfuckers. I, yeah, I, man. Like, I don't, I don't, I absolutely have no idea what they're gonna do with Seth. I honestly don't care. Yeah. And if it's Cody, he's gonna piss me off more than me being excited. Yeah, because because Cody, not for Seth, nothing. Cody and Seth have like, from what I'm understanding, yeah, I could be corrected. There is no way. I have no idea if they have any history. Besides I don't think so either. Besides when him and uh and Goldust wrestled um the Roman and him for the tag titles, other than that, I can't think of any history between them. Yeah, like any legit beef. Oh yeah, I can't either. And I'm not gonna lie, I know we give Seth a hard time, but if you're gonna talk about in ring work, Seth is a better in ring worker than Cody. Oh no, you 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 mistake me. Seth's character is idiotic, but Seth can go. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, I agree. I agree. When it comes down to wrestling, I would have to give it to Seth all around. You know, not just on one end. Yeah. Because sometimes Cody seems very limited with certain movesets that he does, and I'm pretty sure that weight belt does not help. Nope. And yeah, he's definitely not the natural. No. 
No, not at all. Yeah, and if really, anybody don't know who the natural, natural is, is Dustin Rhodes. We're talking about gold dust. Absolutely correct. <laughs> yeah. My man was a fucking phenomenal. They they called him the natural for a reason. Mm-hmm. He, not, he was naturally came to, you know, take wrestling that good and shit. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. But but like I said, should be interesting. All the all I don't know if there's there's like is there one woman's match on the card so far? For Mania? Yeah. Uh, there's three. Ronda and and uh, oh, that's right. Charlotte. That's right. Ronda, Charlotte, Becky, and tag team match. Yeah. You said. Yep, and Becky and, and, Becky and Bianca Belair. Okay. Well, that's good. At least they have that. Yeah, that's good. I, th- I think show is delayed also. But, but yeah. Oh no, he is. Yeah, he definitely is. I'm seeing the comments. Yeah, like, what? Yeah, but <clears throat> yeah, I, and they don't even have people like. Um, Cesaro to throw in those good matches because Cesaro versus Rollins was a good match, mm-hmm. you know. But he's gone now. Mm-hmm. Who do you who do you put in? You know the filler matches for Mania because you can you can have your Andre thing right, but do you have enough people for it? And it looks like you it looks like you're about to have the Street Profits versus the Alpha Academy versus the RK Bros. Like that's about yeah. to happen, but. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. In all honesty, who cares? Okay. It because it, it if the Street Profits win a WrestleMania, yeah, that's cool. They gotta win at WrestleMania. But what are you gonna do with them after that? The same shit. There's only three fucking tag teams on Raw. Yeah. It'll be them. It's the same fucking shit. And they and they're coming off as heels now a lot. They have like a yeah. They have a real heelish edge to them. And it's not like you can have them versus the Dirty Dogs because that's who all they wrestled when they were the champions. Agreed. So now what? Now, you back yourself in a corner where you only match the RK Bros. Yeah, but no one wants to see that. The reason why I'd say the real wrestling fans go to the Raw after WrestleMania is because the people who go to the Raw after WrestleMania want to see the something new because WrestleMania was always the culmination of all these storylines. And the Raw after WrestleMania was what came now. Now we got some new shit. Absolutely. What's going on new? And when you gave us the same old shit, they were like, yo, this is bullshit. And they told you about it. I agree. That's that's why that Raw is always something special after after WrestleMania. 100%. The whole new slate, the whole new year. Uh, the new road to WrestleMania starts here. Yep. But I don't, I don't have any faith in that. <laughs> I can't. Nope. Not at all. I, I, they, they, they're waiting. They're waiting too big on um their celebrities. Yep, absolutely. And it's funny because you got these people that come get their paycheck and you don't see them ever again. And he's talking about Kenny Omega. That was way earlier. Yeah, bro. Damn, that's in the beginning of the fucking yo. <laughs> Shit. That was like that was like almost that was like. Ending the first hour into the second hour. Yeah, for real. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. It should be. I'm hoping for the best, but I'm preparing for the biggest bullshit. Like I said, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna can't wait to enjoy the bullshit on Raw. See what they built. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, seriously. Yeah. Yo, one thing I want to mention about uh, Scott Hall yeah. is that, like, I know 
for the younger fans, the newer fans, like, you know, Dave was saying that he grew up, like, he was born in the 90s, so, you know, he's more, would remember, like, the 98s, 2000s, the eras of wrestling and all that other shit. Yeah. And um, growing up with Scott Hall, we witnessed a lot of history. He was in, he like I mentioned to somebody on Monday, he was the main reason for a lot of shit that was happening in wrestling. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And um, I'll be right back. Hmm? So we grew we grew up with with Scott Hall, and um, you know he started. Yeah, my bad. No, it's all good. He came in in almost like the new era of wrestling. Absolutely. You know, with you know, with right after Hogan, so like right at the end of Hogan, where you had other wrestlers and a new generation came in to take over. Yeah, it was a new generation. That's literally what they call it—the new generation. Yeah, yeah. You know, this is when Shawn Michaels came. And you can tell after he Shawn Michaels wrestled Razor Ramon, you could see the growth in Shawn Michaels' character also. Absolutely. Because Shawn, Shawn Michaels' character went from I'm self-centered to I'm kind of cool. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, he went to that cool stage Absolutely. Shawn Michaels did. Yeah. Kevin Nash also, when he was uh, Shawn Michaels' bodyguard. Mm-hmm. And I forgot the football player, but at SummerSlam, it was Shawn Michaels versus Razor Ramon. Kevin Nash was in one corner and Razor Moe had the football player. Was on Razor's corner. Yes. I remember that one, yeah. Yes, and then then you started seeing like WrestleMania 11 when Kevin Nash won the title. You know, from uh, when he defended the title against Shawn Michaels. Mm -hmm. You saw him walking with his little swagger and the coolness and all that. You can see the influence of the bad guy in these wrestlers. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, they were the click, but you can see the bad guy in in the influence of these wrestlers of Shawn Michaels, Kevin Nash, mm-hmm. fucking even like um, Gold Dust, because Gold Dust went from being a deranged dude, and he wrestled after that, and he 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 settled it down. Yeah, you know, he 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 played the mind games, but it wasn't I'm a creepy dude to now I'm doing this to creep you out to get you off your game. Like you see the evolution of his character. Yeah, he came to WCW. And as soon as he came to WCW, he flipped the script all over WCW. This is where the big boys play. Mm-hmm. That was the line that Kevin Nash said when they invaded. Mm-hmm. This is where the big boys play. And it turned out now it's where the big boys play. Yeah. Because Kevin Nash and Scott Hall changed WCW. They changed wrestling with NWO. Absolutely. Yeah. And and let, let's get this shit straight. It was Kevin Nash and Scott Hall that made the NWO. And Hogan jumped on it because he knew it was something big. Absolutely. Because if it wasn't Hogan, it was Sting. Absolutely. But it was Kevin Nash and Scott Hall who made the NWO. Yeah. Yeah. They blurred the lines between what it was. Real. Yeah, what, yep. what am I watching here? Am I really watching uh, WWF invading WCW? Because these two guys are from there. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep. We just saw them a couple of a couple of weeks ago over there. Yeah. Yeah. Because because if you if you can imagine. Scott Hall showed what it was to be cool in wrestling mm-hmm. and then turned wrestling real. Mm-hmm. Because I remember going, oh, shit, this is the realest we've ever seen. Like, 
WCW was almost the real version of wrestling. They used their real names. Mm-hmm. Like, we're not here throwing gimmicks. You know, Glacier was the only gimmick back in, you know. But, like, they, they Conan went from this luchador with a mask and all these streamers, the Mexican wrestler, to the gangster mm-hmm. in the NWO. Yep. And they loved, yo, they, Conan was the road dog for the NWO. Pretty much. Our road dog was for DX. Yep. Now, you know, this is a lot of stuff that we've seen and that we grew up with, but Scott Hall not getting a lot of credit, you know, for a lot of these things Absolutely. happening. But he he was the focal point from the Hogan era to the new generation to the NWO and a lot and the Bullet Club. Mm-hmm. Like the first person I ever seen do this shit was all was was Scott Hall. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like and then the way he walked, yeah. the, the 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 fucking the vest. I didn't see anybody with a vest. <laughs> Coming out like Razor Moe had the vest. He had the vest, the, the toothpick. He had his own style. A lot of people copy that style. Absolutely. You can tell the way that Finn Balor carries himself when he does the guns and mm-hmm. all that shit. There's a little Scott Hall in there. Absolutely. You know? Said, yeah. the, the blue, the blue world order had Nova, the blue meanie, and big Stevie Cool. Mm-hmm. No one dared <laughs> represent <laughs> Scott Hall. No one dared imitate Scott Hall. Absolutely. You know? The one guy that did, you saw how that turned out for him. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's he's done for. Mm-hmm. But the the generation like David and, and everyone else that that, that that got on afterwards was witness uh, the downfall of Scott Hall, all the bad stuff that happened to Scott Hall. Yeah. You know, the him drinking, him having the hip problems and, and you know, needing the surgeries. And, and if it wasn't for DDP saving him and Jake the Snake, he probably would have passed a long time ago. Absolutely, yeah. You know, he changed his life, you know, a while. But if you killed him in the TNA eras where he was drunk most of the time, that's a bad look for him. But, you know, like in the beginning, <laughs> you know, my man. Absolutely, yeah. Like I, like I told you when in the group chat, we grew up with this fucking guy. Absolutely. Yes, we did. Yeah. You know, it's just it's just life yeah. happened to him. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and, and, and dealing it, with injuries and stuff like that, you know what I mean? And it's a it's a it's a it's a different beast of a lifestyle, you know what I mean? It's like you're on the road all the time, you know what I mean? And you're hurting because you're working every day, maybe two times a day, you're doing shows, and then you're booked on the show maybe three times on the show because you're popular. People want to see yep. you. People forget about that on house shows. He'll wrestle maybe twice or three times because yeah. it's such a big draw. Yeah. And they had a morning show and an afternoon show. Absolutely. Yes. Yep. When you have the double header, you know what I mean? Then you're on TV. You're on all the shows because yep. you're a draw. You know what I mean? You're doing the Saturday shows. You're doing all that. You know? So, yeah. And, and he's not wrestling. He's not wrestling Ray Mysterio. He's wrestling the the fucking you know the, the Ming yeah. and the Barbarian yeah. or Lex Luger or or yeah. or White the Giant you know he's wrestling these big motherfuckers big dudes you know absolutely and, yeah it, and it's one of those things where yeah. between body from all the, the abuse and everything else that follows it uh, you know it's a it's a lot of pain you know what I mean and then yeah. you're given ways to deal with it medicine and shit like that and drugs and you know what I'm saying? Like, remember, there was that one time where I I, I saw that Brock was literally taking painkillers and vodka, like on a tour of Japan. Yes. Yeah, he was on a whole bottle of vodka, son, per day. 
per yeah. day. Kurt Angle was addicted to painkillers. Yeah. He kept breaking his neck. Mm-hmm. Now, classification of breaking a neck is if you like, if even if you fracture one of your your uh, vertebrae mm-hmm. in your neck, it's still considered breaking your neck. Yeah, like that's that's what they call breaking your neck. So he broke his neck multiple times in the WWE, and he still wrestled that way. And and it was one of those things. If he wasn't on TV, you you were afraid of losing. Spot. You know that height, that momentum in the in the Absolutely. with the crowd, and losing your your spot. Absolutely, you know. And he he was taking painkillers. He got addicted to that shit. And people who see him now wrestle are like, "Yo, how was this fucking guy?" Like it's it's. I don't want to say a sad incarnation of what he used to be, but it's it's definitely a shell of what he used to be. Absolutely. But if you watched him back in the day, he's one of the greatest. Absolutely. Now, Dream Match Wrestling made a t his t shirt, which I got from my brother. Shinsuke Nakamura versus uh, Razor Ramon. Mm. And a lot of people be like, yo, it's like, damn, they're going to say that Razor Ramon is just as good as Shinsuke? No, no, no. Shinsuke is just as good as Razor Ramon. Absolutely correct, yes. Absolutely. Let's put let's let's get that shit straight. Yeah, yeah. You got to you you've got you got that mistaken. <laughs> that's uh Yeah. That's 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 you have that reversed. Flip that and you have that correct cuz yeah. Razor was absolutely uh a show. His name is he uses his real name, Scott Hall. In WC. Yeah. We've we referred to him as Scott Hall a couple of times earlier, but yeah. Um yeah. no, but yeah, I I hundred percent agree, man, that um, you know, we said it before in the beginning of it. Guy's six nine, three hundred pounds, and he's moving way too quick. Like that discus lariat, you know what I'm saying? Or everything he was doing, you're like, that's that's not fair. That, <laughs> that's really that fall away slam. That fall away slam, yeah. You know what I mean? I'm saying. Yeah. I remember the funniest thing when he when he done when he used to do the choke slam, but he did it in a different way. Yeah, it was like a just like a quick drop. Yeah. And then when he did WCW, started making fun of the trying to. I was like, oh, that's good. That's good. <laughs> yeah, that's, a- that's really good. You know, so <laughs> he he did not give a shit. Like he was one. He legitimately was not afraid of the giant. No. He'll wrestle him and he's like, oh, look at this fucking. It was no fear. Like most people would make fun of him and be afraid. He's like, ah, nah, fuck it. I'm here. Let's go. Oh, man, Let's do man. this. It was hilarious because he's just like, he's not that much smaller than a lot of guys. He's really a big. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And you realize when you stand next to other people, you're like, ah, there he is. You seriously. Yeah. And you know, not not for nothing. We we seen Razor Ramon as a bad guy in WWE. You know, um, especially during the King of the Ring with Bret Hart. Mm-hmm. And then he turned into a good guy mm-hmm. against Shawn Michaels. Mm-hmm. But if the WWE would have had enough money to pay him, he could have been one of the greatest world champions we've seen in the WWE. Absolutely. Because I, I could see Kevin Nash versus Razor Ramon for the title mm-hmm. at a WrestleMania. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Especially after Shawn Michaels lost his smile and left and all that other shit. Yeah. You know? Oh, no. I, I 100% agree. You know what I'm saying? Like, I could easily, like, you could easily see that being the monkey matchup of a mania quickly. And it would have been a great build because they're both good on the mic, so it would have made sense. You know what I'm saying? Said Big Daddy cool. You think you're cool? You think you call yourself cool? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, no he yo, didn't. He um, never won it. He was the undisputed WCW world champion. 
in the World War Three. But I, 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 I think he made me in WWF. No, it, it, he was um, Intercontinental Champion WWF. He was the first one to win four times. Yes, and I believe he was also Tag Team Champion. I think he was. I want to say yes. With the one, two, three kid? I believe so. Like, I, that's who I'm thinking. Hmm. Uh, he was nine-time WCW tag team champion. No, nah, I don't think he was WWE tag team champion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I think it was one of those things when he won the world title in... WCW, he handed it to, to Hogan. Ah. Uh, you know, he won the title and handed it to him. So I think there's one of those. That's why they don't recognize him as champion. Yeah, I understand. Like how, how Andre the Giant just became a, a world champion because he did the same thing. He won the title from Hogan and gave it to Million Dollar Man. Yeah. 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 I always find like those storylines to be so dumb. It's like, ah. Yeah. I'm like, that's a stupid ass storyline. Yeah, but as much, as much as they had guaranteed money, so they didn't care. No, that's true. You know what I'm saying that belt was treated like a prop after a while. It was, yeah. oh, it doesn't matter. You're like, shit, that's a great looking belt, though. <laughs> yeah, that was one of, besides this one right here, yep. that's that's one of my favorites, Big Gold. Yeah, actually, yeah, Big Gold, it was like, that's a belt. Like, you'd be proud yeah. to have that on your shoulder, around your waist, or whatever. Oh, yeah. That's another thing. A lot of, a lot of guys nowadays don't wear their belt, it's always over the shoulder. It's not around the waist or anything. It's always, yep. you know what I'm saying? Somebody just isn't, like, Bret Hart loved that shit around his waist. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, he lived with that shit on him. He even raised it with the thing, with the IC title. Like, he was one of the first ones I see, like, to fold it together like that. Like, to fold it with the, and you know, so you can hold, hold it, it like a trophy. Or do this, but mostly, you know, around the waist. Because it balanced out the gold on his neck. <laughs> yep. Yep. You know what I mean? So yeah, he was definitely a a pioneer in so many ways, inside the ring, outside the ring, uh, creatively. It was his idea to put over a one, two, three kid too. I mean, that's yeah. It was his people's. We didn't know that. We didn't know he was putting over his boy. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, and then the Sting thing, a couple of other ideas. I remember I saw a thing where Finn Balor said uh, he was a bad guy, but he had the purest heart and he had the biggest impact on Fergal. On Fergal, and if you don't know, that's Balor's real name, and also on Finn, the performer, Fergal the man. You know what I'm saying? And like you said before, it literally is what you said. Like you can definitely see when the Bullet Club, he was channeling way more Razor Ramon than anybody else in that, way more Scott Hall. You know what I mean? So you can definitely 100% tell that. You know what I mean? Everybody else was channeling somebody else, but he was definitely doing. A hundred percent his interpretation of Razor Ramon and Scott Hall. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, he would always put a lot of people over. He would, it, in a lot of sense, he was like a Jericho-esque kind of guy. Like he didn't have a problem putting people over. You know what I'm saying? He goes, ah, Scott, I'm, I'm Razor Ramon. I'll be all right. I'll be okay. Yeah. I can put you over. I'll be okay. <laughs> you know I'm saying my money's guaranteed. So is my spot. I'm good. 
you know. So yeah, it's a, uh, it sucks, you know what I mean. But you know what I mean. The lifestyle that leads to it, you know. And we had them for as long as we did, and it was great. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's true. And he I mean, stories of everybody that I loved him, and everybody said, "Well, you, this is what you saw," but in reality, this is the way he was. You know? Yeah. Like, it it it's unfortunate that we missed out on a lot of. You know, opportunities we could have had with him. Yeah, absolutely. You know, based off of his life, but the, the stuff he gave us was enough. You know, like it was great. What what we just described was a Hall of Fame wrestler. Absolutely correct. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And like I said here, when you are able to make a business that wasn't known for consistent pay, when you make guaranteed contracts a thing, like now these men and women. And, and all individuals can take care of their families because you, because you were like, you know, I want my money. Like, no matter what happens, you're going to pay me. You know what I mean? I show up, I don't. You're going to pay me because at the end of the day, I'm putting my body on the line. So you got to give me something. So to hear that, and you know what I'm saying? You do it and everybody goes, oh, it's just for yourself. But all of a sudden, you know what I mean? You think long term. Yeah. Everybody's money now. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, literally, yeah. their money. They're securing their money. And you know, you know what's crazy? Um, show was saying we had a great childhood watching poor kids got shit watched our lives. What's going on, Walter? You know, um, not for nothing. There's a there's a little bit of Razor and Roman Reigns. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? You when your swagger changes as a kid, say now the swagger. Yeah, I still don't know what the fuck that means. I don't care either. But um, you know, <laughs> that, the way you walk changes. You know what I'm saying? Your attitude, your chest is out more. You know, it's a, it's always gonna you always gonna refer back to a Razor Ramon. You seem like a cool bad guy, not just a bad guy. Like you're cool. You know what I mean? Like I, that's a bad guy. I would like to be like. You know what I mean? Yep. yep. You when you get that down, that's a hundred percent Razor Ramon. You know what I'm saying? And the Rock had it too a little bit. You know. Where it was like, I, I know I'm the shit. You know what I mean? That's it. Yeah. That I know I'm the shit attitude is all Razor. Razor knew what he that what he was. Got all, and he had it. He had it. He had it dripping everywhere. All puns intended. He, he punched like Razor. Huh? Yeah. He punched like Razor. I don't know if you know when he throws his punch, it's an overextension of the way Razor throws his punch. Because Razor throws that short, that yeah. short little like whip, mm -hmm. and the Rock throws it big, but it's the same punch. Essentially, yes. Certainly, yeah, yeah. So, like I said, everybody catches they a little. You take a little bit from everybody, and you know, it's all good, pimp. Thanks for coming through. Yeah, thanks for coming through, pimp. Appreciate it. I'm saying, uh, yeah, and the little the walk and everything, the toothpick that was my favorite thing. I I got in so much trouble for throwing toothpick in people's faces. <laughs> did it again. I'm like, it's easy. Just. I don't know how nobody saw it coming. I would do it the exact same way every time on <laughs> Same way he did it all the time. Nobody ever saw it coming. Like, what is he going to do it the same way? And I had one in my hair, even though my hair was short. Weird, bro. I don't know how I got into school with that, with that shit. Never understood it. It took like a while until somebody finally goes, you got to stop doing that. You're going to get suspended. I was like, I almost risked it. I almost risked it. On a teacher too. I was I was about to don't know. Nope. <laughs> like my mama gonna send all these two pics of fucking DR. <laughs> oh, 
There was there was a store that sold them, so I would before I went to school, I would get them. <laughs> just you know what I mean. I remember I would never use it for its purpose. I never. Oh yeah, never. Nope. By the time lunch came, I already thrown both of them at somebody. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah. So yeah, see, that's the, that's the kind of thing. Like I, I I do a toothpick now. First thing I think of is that. Like I oh, yeah. just like if I do a a, a match, I think of Cobretti. Of Cobra, you know, with, with Stallone, but it's toothpick. Yeah. Right away, I'm thinking every time when I'm gonna get rid of it, I flick it with a little. You know what I mean? So it's always so. There's always a little razor remote on everybody. You know? Oh yeah. You have a little, little attitude when you when you know what you're good at. Uh, that's definitely razor, hundred percent. Yeah. Word. All right, man. Yo, one hell of a show tonight, Lay. Absolutely, brother. You know, we we had we had a bunch of people up in here, man. Yep. Rotating. Gallery. All right. <laughs> Where, yeah. R.I.P. to our boy Razor Ramon, Absolutely. Scott Hall, Diamond Stud, Starship Coyote. <laughs> Appreciate you, man. He's one of the reasons why this is so fucking cool. But yeah, uh, it's, it's your friendly neighborhood knuckleheads. Signing out. Hey, yo. Peace, everybody. <laughs>